The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School soccer is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Dowling Catholic soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to, to West Des Moines, Iowa. We've got Dowling Catholic Soccer again, this time hosting West Des Moines Valley. I'm Ben Teeling. With me in the booth tonight, Tanner Krause. Tanner, great to see you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Excited to be here tonight. We've got the big West Des Moines rivalry of Dowling Catholic and Valley of West Des Moines. So excited. Uh, always a big game. You know, one of those matchups where uh, you, know, you can kind of throw the records out the window. It's a rivalry game. Uh, but this season especially, let's hold on to those records real quick because uh, two ranked teams going at it tonight here in uh, a warm and slightly muggy uh, Iowa evening. And so we've got the fifth-ranked Valley Tigers of West Des Moines with a 9-3 and record uh, coming to visit the eighth-ranked Dowling Catholic Maroons at 9-1. and So a big matchup on the schedule tonight. Also, last game before sub-state seedings get finalized. So postseason implications on the line, bragging rights, rivalry, a lot on the line tonight as the Tigers and the Maroons face off. Certainly everything to play for tonight, Tanner. And uh, Dowling yeah, just recently jumped up to eighth in the state. So, again, we've got an eight versus five matchup. You know, this is one of those games that, you circle on your calendar when you're a player, when you get that preseason schedule. This is this is the one. Um, I know myself as a former player, uh, you know, this, this is the biggest rivalry. You know, this is the West Des Moines Derby, so to speak. The players are very excited. Um, you know, if you think about the seasons, uh, we talked about the records, but just recently, some interesting uh, scheduling. We've, we've had Valley actually playing a handful of games just before this game tonight. That I'm actually, might actually play to the Maroons' favor. Indeed. So, uh, walking through the schedule here, Valley with a game uh, against Roosevelt Friday night, a convincing win for the Tigers. Then they travel to Sioux City on Saturday for a doubleheader against North and West. Uh, the second game of that matchup, they split, so they lost to West uh, for only their third loss of the season. And then not only that, they come back and they play a good Norwalk team last night. Uh, we're able to take care of Norwalk 4-0, uh, but do the math on that. That is now five games in five days for the Valley Tigers. Uh, I know these kids are young. I know they're fresh, but what's their stamina like? Uh, certainly the rivalry matchup, the excitement of a big game against your opponents uh, does a lot to overrule what the legs are telling you, but can they sustain that energy for 80 minutes tonight? That remains to be seen. Yeah, it's going to be a factor. You know, we spoke to one of the assistant coaches at Valley. He said the guys are ready to go. They're not worried about the minutes they just played. Spoke to the Dowling coaches as well, and those guys are certainly ready to go. You know, they had a, a little bit of a road trip on Friday themselves all the way up to Mason City and uh, took care of business 5-1. But, you know, they, they were down 1-0 early, so they had to battle back. Um, you know, so that you know that's uh, certainly – Something that'll play in here. Um, they should be a little bit fresher, though. And uh, you know, again, what a what a huge matchup, Dowling versus Valley. Uh, the overall record, we're not sure, but you know, I know Tanner, uh, you were part of a team that was able to get the first win ever against the Valley, uh, Dowling soccer. Indeed, and uh, you know, honestly, Ben, I, I considered it uh, a highlight a highlight of my Dowling career. Uh, it was a, uh, a senior season. We played out at Valley Stadium, uh, the new Valley Stadium. And uh, we're able to win two to one. 
uh, despite going down early. Uh, your brother had a big game in that, um, Alex, and um, that really kicked us off and gave us a lot of confidence uh, down the rest of the season. Uh, we also ended up uh, qualifying for state for the first time in, in Dowling history in my senior season. Uh, and so a win over Valley can do a lot for a team's uh, mental confidence, and then they can parlay that into postseason success, hopefully. So uh, big implications tonight uh, against your crosstown rivals. Really excited to bring this game to you all out there. Same here. Uh, another, another piece to this matchup, if you think about the coaching staff, we've got a new coaching staff for Dowling. Jackson Teeling, uh, first-time head coach, actually uh, my younger brother. And then we've got his staff, Garrett Crawl, Wes Anderson, um, successful high school players. They're, their first season here, 9-1. and one. On the other side of the bench, you've got an assistant coach in Matt Dreyer. Matt Dreyer uh, coached for Dowling for years. He coached both of us. He won a couple state titles, um, you know, one or two at least, I guess. who's counting uh, with Dowling, and now he's back at Valley. So that's certainly interesting as well to have him back here playing against his old team. Indeed. You know, a lot of familiar faces, both on the sideline and on the pitch. You know, both teams being West Des Moines-based. A lot of people, uh, teammates in club soccer, playing ODP together. So certainly two opponents who know each other very well. Really excited to bring that to you. When we come back, uh, we will bring you the starting lineups for Dowling Valley Boys Soccer here uh, at Dowling Catholic Stadium. Uh, Right now you're listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Good evening, folks, and welcome back to the campus of Dowling Catholic High School, where the Maroons host Crosstown Rivals, the Tigers of Valley. Uh, We are about two minutes and change from kickoff. We'll walk you through the starting lineups for the Dowling Catholic Maroons tonight. Uh, In goal, we've got Diego Leon, a great player. you got that big leg. He kicks for the football team. Uh, In front of Diego, uh, the four backs starting on the right side. You've got a freshman. Fabio Le- Fabian Leon, uh, consistent starter his freshman year. In the center, really the anchors of these defense, you've got Patty Sullivan and Parker Stork, two seniors, uh, great leaders, uh, great talents. Parker Stork going on to play his college ball at Wisconsin-Platteville. And then on the left-hand side, a junior in Danny Griesmer. So a consistent defensive lineup for the Maroons here tonight. Talk us through the midfield. Absolutely, Tanner. Uh, in midfield, we've got a couple of seniors and a freshman, uh, starting with uh, Nathan Liu playing in that more defensive midfield role, plays for Sporting Iowa for his club, returning varsity player from the 2019 season. And remember, folks, we didn't have a 2020 season. I know we've talked about that before, um, but this is a fresh start this year. Anybody's, uh, anybody's state championship opportunity 
Uh, we've also got Ben Jurgens, another senior that plays center mid, center mid, plays for the Dowling Club team in the offseason. And then we've got the promising freshman Henry Abarca, uh, very creative midfielder, likes to get up in attacking positions, likes to uh, initiate play um, and find guys down the seams and in on goal. Um, and he'll be playing in the midfield as well, also out of Sporting Iowa. Uh, Tanner, what about some of the wingers off in the team tonight? Indeed. So, again, Dowling playing a 4-3-3, uh, four backs, three center midfielders, and then uh, two wingers and a striker. So, on the outside, you're going to see a lot of Joe Reed tonight. Joe Reed, the leading goal scorer for Dowling Catholic. I believe he's had 10 goals so far this season, uh, off to a great start. He is a speedster, runs the 200 and the 400 for the track team, and he is a athletic load on the wing for any opposing defense. You know, opposite Joe on the uh, the left side is going to be Quinn Stewart. Uh, Quinn is a senior, also plays his club soccer for the Dowling program, uh, so a consistent starter out of Quinn. And then uh, still just seeing who's going to be the uh, number nine off the bench tonight. You know, Quinn Stewart, or excuse me, J.D. Harmon has handled a lot of those duties. Uh, but we've got senior Carson Boyle coming back from victory. So uh, a lot to look for tonight. Uh, pretty consistent 11 for Coach Teeling and his squad. Uh, and I know these boys are fired up to play. Yeah, Tanner, we're seeing the guys line up right now here before they're getting ready to be called out to the field. And it looks like we do have uh, Carson Boyle starting. I think you just mentioned that. Uh, you know, we actually had a chance to uh, uh, meet with some of the players recently, just talk to them about the season and about the team, you know, ask them about the Valley game. Seniors are super excited, Carson being one of them. You know, he told me, we're not here to take part. We're here to take up part. So you know what kind of mentality we've got out there in this game. I'm so happy to see him back out in the starting lineup. And uh, actually, right now, we've got the Valley starters being called out to the center of the field. The Valley uh, crowd representation is pretty strong. We're hearing a lot of cheers there. Uh, certainly going to be a, probably the biggest crowd that we've had in the games we've called so far, Tanner. So that's exciting. Again, I usually don't want to miss this game when it comes to Valley versus Dallas. And, yeah, uh, it's not only the players that circle this game in the calendar. It's the parents. It's the students. Uh, we've got a, a nice, warm evening here in West Des Moines, and so the fans are in for a real treat. We're excited to see what these guys can bring. You know, Ben, you talked about, you know, Carson Boyle, senior, entering the lineup, yeah, broke his leg back in March during preseason activity. Tell me what Carson brings to this team that's been missing before during his absence. Well, I'm just going to echo what Henry Barca told us at the end of the Lincoln game. We interviewed him. We had you asked him about Carson, and he said he brings a killer instinct. Right? He brings that mentality. Um, in terms of a winning mentality, you need that in these games. Uh, it's one thing to have the talent, to have the skill and the fitness. You know, both of these teams have that. But it's going to come down to mentality, and Carson's going to bring that to the Dallas team. He's going to bring leadership as well. Indeed. And uh, as you can hear on the PA, if you can hear that, a little more pomp and circumstance for the Valley game tonight. It's, you know, fun to see it. Uh, you know, the, the formal introductions, five-player. You know, weren't getting this for every home game. Uh, but you can tell uh, whether it's the PA, the students, the benches, everyone gets a little elevated when Valley comes to play Dowling. Uh, and we're no different. Excited to bring you 80 minutes of high-level varsity CIML soccer tonight. It's a different atmosphere, definitely. It's just a, a step above, like you said. Definitely some electric, you know, it's electric out there in terms of you can just feel the energy here getting ready to start this game. And, uh, um, actually, with that, folks, we just have uh, another minute to kick off, and 
We're going to cut to break. You're listening to Iowa Catholic Radio on Dallas Catholic School. And Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dallas Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. You want to bring it in or me? I got it. All right. We'll just switch off everyone. Welcome back, folks. We're here in uh, West Des Moines. At the campus of Dowling Catholic High School, just moments before kickoff, in a highly anticipated matchup, Dowling Catholic Maroons versus the West Des Moines Valley Tigers. This is exciting, Tanner, and uh, the game is here. It's about to start. About to start. We've got Dowling wearing the all maroon jerseys. That's the uh, top shorts and socks all the way through. In opposition, you've got Valley in the all white. So uh, uh, it'll be easy for us to tell us apart tonight. Uh, and we're really excited. The crowd continues to pile in. Haven't seen the stands this full uh, in a Dowling home game so far this season, so clearly uh, a lot of people excited about this uh, crosstown rivalry, Uh, no more so than the players. We've got Carson Boyle at center field uh, getting ready to kick us off. Referee's whistle is seconds away. Buckle up. Here comes a crosstown rivalry. Yeah, Carson Boyle with the kickoff, drops it back to Ben Jurgens, who collects the midfield, dumps the ball downfield, uh, get a header by the right back for Valley to bring it back into midfield. And now we've got a, now we've got a scuffle for control. Valley's able to come away with it. Looks like they're going to try to build some possession here. Out to the right back, but good coverage from Joe Reed out there to shut it down. Ball goes out of bounds for a throw-in Valley. Indeed, and you know, we've seen that from Dowling pretty consistently, You know, starting the ball off and putting it deep into opponent's territory, putting them under the back foot. And, uh, again, consistent. So starting that, uh, now Valley able to work the ball up the field, out for another throw-in. Uh, so we are going to see a little bit of a tussle through the midfield, see how these uh, teams are showing. Again, Valley coming off of five games in five days. Dowling a little more rested, but certainly no less excited the place to the Valley Tigers. Absolutely. Another throw-in for, for Valley here. Uh, ball just being given back to the right outside mid. Looks like he might be going for a deep throw into the box. And it's flicked on, ball bounces through the box. Extremely dangerous. Diego Leon off of his line, well played, but a throw in and a big flick, and now Diego rolls it out right to uh, Fabian Leon, who brings it up the field, looks to find the forward's feet, unable to connect with Boyle, possession back to Valley, but turned over. Abarca plays a quick ball out to Joe Reed on the left-hand side. Joe Reed looks to take his band one-on-one, as he's so famous for doing, and a good tackle from the right back at Valley uh, to a Dallian throw into the left-hand side of the pitch. Yeah, uh, you always like to see Joe Reed get the ball in space there. Uh, the right back was up for the challenge. He probably did some scouting and knows what Joe likes to do. Throw-in comes in. Valley gets a clear into midfield. Now we've got Ben Jurgens fighting for the ball. Uh, there's Henry Abarco with a great through ball down to Joe through the channel. Uh, we've got Joe Reed down on the byline in the deep corner, two men on him. 
Good job by Joe Reed. Forces a throw in um, deep in Valley's territory. And credit to Henry Abarca. That's twice in consecutive possessions. He quickly got the ball to Joe Reed in space. Clearly, he's a go-to player in the Dowling attack. And a deep throw in for Dowling. Now the ball is bouncing in the box. And it's a goal for Dowling. It's a goal at the two-minute mark. And similar to Valley's chance creation, it's a big, long throw in from Carson Boyle to the left-hand side. A flick gets into the box and is headed home. It's headed home. Ben Jurgens. Ben Jurgens gets the goal. Mid. What great awareness from Jurgens to be there. Carson Boyle, uh, I think he gave the nod to the, the guys making runs in the box that he was going deep. Just delivers a great throw. Really gets it from the sideline pretty much to you know the center of the field. Bounces once. Jurgens is there to pounce on it right off the underside of the crossbar and in. Incredible start for Dowling to get up 1-0 in the first four minutes. A dream start for the Maroons. Uh, we've seen how tough they are with the lead and to come out and get that first goal, uh, to put the pressure on Valley to really bring the game to them. Uh, just what more could you ask for from your coach, if your coach Teeling, uh, just thrilled to see this Maroons team get a quick lead. Uh, but Valley's coming right back down the field looking to uh, get the chance back. Ball gets cleared by Dowling. It's slowing around the midfield line. Pressure from Carson Boyle and a whistle on a uh, dive tackle from Boyle. And so that will be a Valley free kick just inside the Dowling half. That's a good effort from Boyle right there, just to break play up a little bit, um, get settled after the goal. I mean, the guys are super excited. You know, There's always a little bit of a danger of conceding right away after scoring, especially early in a game. Um, so here's Valley set to uh, take a free kick from about half. Looks like he's about to dump it into the box. They've got runners. Kicks a little short. Uh, Valley's able to get a shot off on a volley. He goes well over the goal. A little dangerous there. A little sloppy clearance there from Dowling. Uh, but no harm, no foul as uh, as Diego Leon looks to uh, set up the goal kick. And it's played out to Danny G, as we call him, Danny Griesmer. Indeed. And so, you know, that's twice now Valley has had a set piece. And they put the ball into the mix. And off of the bounce, there's been a chance created for the Tigers and so certainly you want those two center backs at the Dowling defense to make sure that, you know, nothing is uh, uh, bouncing around and getting too sloppy and uh, everything's getting cleared out. So we'll see if they can continue to put the uh, Dowling defense under pressure, how they react. Dowling uh, moving the ball around nicely there. Um, looks like Boyle got fouled after stringing about four passes together to get into Valley territory. The ref waves play on and Valley now is looking to build possession out of the back. Uh, a nice through ball, uh, finding a midfielder up at half field. He plays a nice switch out to the left back, number 15 for Valley. Cuts it back inside. Looks to dump it in deep, and he's got something here. And a long ball over the top that Valley forward is onto. Oh. And a good chance. Number 11, Jaron Obia with a good left-footed look. Uh, but again, another shot from Valley, this time getting closer to the Dowling goal, but still not testing Leone. Uh, and actually, we're seeing now that that has been ruled in offsides, so it wouldn't have counted anyways. Uh, but a opportunistic ball from the Valley left back over the top, almost caught the defense off guard, and now Dowling comes out with a long ball, a ball back in Valley territory, bouncing around, uh, potentially rolling out of play, saved by the Valley left back, who plays it back just to play it long, bouncing ball right in front of the Dowling bench, uh, collected by Fabian Leone. Up to Jurgens, down to Abarca, out to Nathan Luke. Nathan Luke keeps down the right side of the field, looks to find Stewart down the right-hand side, cleared by the Valley defense, uh, but not too far. Again, another long ball out from the back here. Nathan Lou heads it back towards Abarca as Dallin looks to get a settle on this ball, unable to, and Valley now looks to play down the right-hand side and switch the field of attack. 
Yeah, here's Valley coming up the right-hand side of the pitch, uh, met by a couple of Dowling defenders, Danny G and Joe Reed, a great two, uh, duo on the left side of the field for us. Um, Valley now gets it back to their right back, finds a nice ball into his midfielder who turns up the field, runs with it, uh, gets past Ben Jurgens. Now he's threatening. He's got a through ball shut down by Danny G, one back by Dowling, cleared out. Here's Joe Reed looking to get onto it, uh, but headed back into Dowling's half. Now we've just got a, a 50-50 ball bouncing around here. Valley looks to regain possession, uh, but here we have we've got Quinn Stewart uh, almost getting away with it, and a, a, a nice tackle from a Barca to get it out of bounds, give us a little breather. And what we really saw there for the first time tonight was the Jets of number 12 for Valley. That's Ademir Zahilic uh, running through the midfield straight directly towards goal, uh, running right by his mark inside the Dowling midfield and uh, causing some problems for the Dowling defense. Now a long ball into the box from the left-hand side, headed away by Danny Griesmer. And now you've got Joe Reed looking to counter down the left-hand side of the field. He's got Carson Boyle in support. Joe Reed looks to take a second player on and gets denied. Now a transition ball over the top. Again, Dowling under pressure at the top of the 18. Number 11 for Valley dribbling into the box. The left-footed shot dribbling wide of the goal. And just wide of the far post is the shot by, again, Jaron Obia. His left foot now proving closer and closer to be a threat to the Dowling goal. So certainly the uh, pressure remains on the Dowling side of the field as the Valley attack looks to be opportunistic on these long balls. Since that goal, Valley has threatened um, now on three or four occasions. Obia, who had just had that shot and that great move to get around uh, Diego Leone, or Fabian Leone, I should say, it's the, it's the top scorer for Valley this year. He's going to Grandview next year. Certainly a player that we need to be aware of. But uh, Dowling looks to break up the right-hand side of the field. Uh, for the ball just to go out of bounds off of Quinn Stewart, it looks like, and Valley takes a throw here on the short side of the field, looking to reset, looking for runners. But now he's just going to dump the ball deep down the line on the throw, and let's see if Parker Stewart can win the ball back here. Parker does a good job just to get out of bounds. Oh, it's not out of bounds. Play on. Nice win back from Parker. Now he clears it up the field, and Carson Boyle looks to get on the end of it. Uh, ben Jurgens coming through now uh, to clean up in the midfield. A couple of 50-50 balls, Carson Boyle's able to come away with it and just clear the ball out of bounds. Yeah, and so you're seeing Carson Boyle's athleticism at center forward, uh, a, a physical specimen for this age, uh, very quick, very strong, and certainly uh, his ability to apply pressure to the Valley back line is something that we haven't seen from the Dowling center striker so far this season. So he adds just one more complexity to an opposing team's defense, not only with the ball, but also in defense. Yeah, I've noticed that. It definitely gives the team a different look when you've got Boyle up top there because you know he can run for balls that are maybe not quite within reach normally. He's at least going to get a foot there. He's going to break play up. He's going to win 50-50 balls. He's also going to be able to get the ball, keep it, and lay it off. And he's got that speed, too, to get in behind if the opportunity arises. So get to have him out there at striker and here's Boyle um, making a great move to cut up the field call for a foul as a sh- as he comes in with a hard shoulder to the defender who clears it really just running through the ball there yeah. you love to see the aggression so you, now we've got the combination up top I know it's a three-man attack and you got Quinn Stewart doing good work on the right hand side uh, but a lot of similarities between the style of Carson Boyle and Joe Reed who's now playing center forward and then left forward and what these two are able to do in terms of causing problems for the Valley defense uh, is something serious, and we've already seen it lead to the first goal. Again, it is Dowling 1, Valley 0 here 10 minutes into the game uh, out here at Dowling Catholic High School. That's incredible speed from Valley's left back to hold Quinn Stewart off because Nathan Reed looked for a great three ball one-on-one. Quinn Stewart down the right side. Stewart, one of the fastest players on the team besides uh, 
besides Joe Reed rather than Nathan Reed, sorry, besides Joe Reed, uh, but was able to, uh, the left back was able to run him down. So impressive there from Valley. Uh, I guess those heavy legs don't mean much for him as they resume the play with a throw-in, goes back out of play for another Valley throw-in. Yeah, and so, you know, you got a lot of excitement out here. Obviously, you know, big crowd, big game, you know, big rivalry, big implications. And we've really yet to see either team, you know, be able to knock about more than five passes together in possession. Uh, this game has been frantic. It's been energetic. It's been active. We've already got a goal. We've got several more chances that haven't been converted for Valley. Uh, and it has been an exciting match. We'll see if this pace can continue. I have to assume it favors Dowling, given the fact that Valley's now playing five games in five days. Yeah, you would think so. But then again, you know, you've got a lot of adrenaline for both sides. So that maybe can overcome it a little bit for these young guys. But you're right, the play is extremely direct, right? We, again, we've got a, maybe a few passes being strung together and then just direct football, um, looking for runners high up the field. Uh, it, worked for, it worked for Dowling initially, uh, especially with that throw-in. Um, so we'll see if it continues to create opportunities. Valley looks to threaten in Parker Stork there to clear up the through ball nicely to Fabian Leone. Uh, now we've got a possession win back from Valley, cleaned up quickly by Parker Stork. Uh, who's able, with a nice tackle, but Valley's holding off, shielding. Now we've got it in the midfield here, looking for a shot. Scuffle in the middle of the park, right on top of Dowling's box. A little bit of danger from Valley, just a little bit of sloppy play, and a clearance from, from Dowling goes out for a Dowling throw. Yep, and, you know, Henry Abarca is slow to get up after a big challenge. You know, the defensive midfielder for Valley, number 16, uh, that is a, the senior captain, Seth Barker, had a heavy touch. Uh, Henry Abarca came out to challenge it, and uh, the freshman against the senior, Abarca on the losing end of that battle. Not a foul, just a good, firm challenge, 50-50 ball, uh, but Barker for Valley uh, bringing a little more oomph to that challenge. And now Abarca, you know, one of the creative forces behind this Dowling attack, slow to get up. You have Coach Teeley now coming onto the pitch and uh, is asking for a substitution and helping his freshman attacking midfielder off. So here comes Henry Abarca off the pitch, entering the game for the first, tonight, first time tonight. Another freshman, center midfielder Ian Grudel, uh, Ian out of Sporting Iowa Club, uh, a typical entrance for the game. Tell me what Ian Grudel can bring to this Dowling lineup. Grudel's a great uh, young freshman prospect for Dowling, getting a lot of minutes this year. First guy off the bench, typically, slot into that midfield. You know, he, you know, for a freshman, he brings a lot of composure on the ball. He's going to look to get his foot on the ball, keep it on the ground, uh, play simple passes, keep possession, and uh, get some rhythm going for this offense. He's also uh, good in defense in terms of cutting out uh, balls, intercepting balls, and uh, also tackling the ball. So we'll see what Gradell can bring, and we wish uh, and we hope that Abarca just has a, a knock there and will be able to reenter. He did, you know, walk off with a little bit of help from Coach Teeling, but it didn't look like too bad of a limp. So we'll see if he can reenter as a cross comes in from Valley. Right over the head of Fabian Leone, a little bit of a misjudgment there. We get it cleared by Quinn Stewart. And I'll tell you what, a great long switch of the play by number 11 for Valley, Jaron Obia, you know, using his right foot this time to play about a 45-yard ball over the uh, Dowling defense, finding his right winger, was able to hit a cross into the back post, which almost caught Dowling exposed on the weak side. Uh, but now you've seen Jaron Obia, with uh, two left-footed shots come close and, and almost challenge the keeper, and now a big right-footed uh, switch ball. So clearly Obia showing a lot of talent with both feet and uh, will prove to be a big part of the Valley attack going forward. Again, he is a senior and a captain for the Tigers' offense. Very dangerous. Um, you know, Valley's not shook at all by that initial goal from Dowling. 
they are really uh, threatening quite a bit here, asking a lot of questions of the defense. So far, defense up to the challenge. Uh, but, you know, it'd be good to maybe see a little bit, bit of possession strung together from Dowling. Joe Reed breaks for a potential uh, breakaway here, but goes back to Valley, um, who looks to build out of the back again. But, yeah, it'd be nice to see Dowling here just get back on the ball a little bit and uh, get some possession going. And that's what we're looking to do here is we win the ball back greatly cut out there by Danny G, the left back, Danny Griezmer. Ian Gridell with a nice pass back out to the left back. Good possession play there. One-two from Danny G to Ian Gridell. And this Gridell is great from Ian Gridell, but, yeah. you know, coming in exactly what we were looking for, a little more calm on the ball. Uh, not always looking to go straight at the goal, but putting his foot on top of it and looking to find an outside back. Good combination play there with Danny Griezmer. So you love what you see off of the bench. Ian Gridell showing some poise and some calm in possession. Now able to win the ball. And we've got a free kick dallying just inside the valley half. Dowling sending its bigs forward, looking to get uh, outside backs, Danny Griezmer and Fabian Leone on the end of this ball. Senior partner Stork to take the free kick uh, right at the bottom of the circle inside the valley half. Uh, 26 minutes left in the first half. It's Dowling 1, Valley 0. 26 minutes left. Here's Parker Stork getting ready to deliver the free kick. Gets it into the box. Gets flipped on at the back post. It's Carson Boyle who shoots just wide. Uh, but again, there. that's a good look, you know, unselfish play from whoever got the head on it with a nice flick. And then, you know, the senior Carson Boyle getting an advantage at the back post. Ultimately, his shot went uh, wide of the near post. Uh, but again, Dallin using its set pieces to put the ball in the box, you know, because really Valley, very athletic, but not very tall at the back. Uh, goalie, not super tall. Valley plays a bit of a three-back system, and nobody there appears to be over six feet. So let's see if Dallin can continue to expose that lack of height as uh, they look to create chances offensively. Another foul here in the middle of the park. So Dallin will get a free kick from a similar spot in the field as that last ball. Will they look to play short or play it in the box? Looks like they are sending more guys forward to recreate some of that long ball magic on the last free kick. Yeah, here's Parker Stork getting ready to deliver again. And that last chance, you know, it was a good look, but you could probably call it a half chance, a bit of a tight angle. Boyle, though, wasn't far off target. Here's the delivery. Into Valley's box on the left side. Another header on. Uh, way to get on the end of it from Joe Reed, but just wide of the target there. And, folks, um, you can stay connected to Iowa Catholic Radio through our newsletter. You sign up at iowacatholicradio.com. Um, also, listen to Iowa Catholic Radio with Alexa. Say, Alexa, set the Iowa Catholic skill, then ask Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio anytime you want. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Radio and Iowa Catholic Radio music anytime you want. As we pick up the action here in West Des Moines, it's Dowling versus Valley. It's 1-0, Dowling, and there's 24 minutes left in the first half. Valley on the ball, Tanner. Indeed, and the game has settled a little bit uh, now that we are about 15 minutes into this half. Uh, still no subs yet for Valley. We've got only the one sub as Henry Barker came off with an injury, brought on freshman Ian Gridell. Gridell already showing a common influence on the game, so able to slow this thing down but the ball kind of returns to a big bouncing boom. You know, a lot of fouls here tonight. Uh, you know, I'd estimate there'd be about nine or ten fouls already 15 minutes into the game. So, again, you have two teams, rivals, playing very aggressive styles of soccer. Uh, both teams eager to get to those bouncing balls in those 50-50s, and the referee doing a good job of keeping it tight so far. Yeah, a very physical game, like you said. Uh, yeah, almost double digits and fouls. All good challenges, nothing cynical yet. And, uh, you know, again, we just know how excited both teams are for this game here. So we're definitely going to be seeing hard challenges. We're going to 
be seeing you know players get stuck in on these 50-50s, and there's been a lot of 50-50s. Speaking of which, we've got one right now here. Valley looks to threaten in Dowling's half, but he plays a nice ball back to the left back just to reset here. Now circle back. Oh, uh, slotted into midfield. Nice ball back from the midfielder to his center back as he scans the field for options. And he finds, uh, looks for a ball through, but Joe Reed does a great job to cut it out. Now what can we do to build possession? Ben Jurgens will see if he can track the ball down before it runs the bound. He does, but nowhere to go. Valley's able to grab the ball back and build up some possession here. Yeah, and so now we've seen this once from Valley, once from Dowling, where uh, you know the center midfielder for each club had the opportunity to uh, switch the field of attack. You know, this time it was number 13 for Valley. Earlier it was Lou for Dowling, and they just played a little more comfortable, played the way they were facing, and kept the ball on one side of the pitch. You know, over the course of the game, are those center back, are those center midfielders a little more comfortable, able to open their hips up, switch the field of attack, and then find the outside? a player on the opposite side of the field. Uh, ultimately, that will create more space to uh, attack. So we've got another sub for Dowling. We've got J.D. Harmon, uh, uh, a starter typically for this team, a senior striker coming on the field. And Ian Gerdell uh, working a shorter shift this half as he comes off and makes way. So we've got uh, Harmon going in at center forward, and then the senior Carson Boyle dropping into a center midfielder position. So uh, going with a little more experience and athleticism and size, as Coach Sheeling clearly sees this game becoming more and more physical as we uh, approach the halfway point of the first half. Yeah, I like that strategy from Coach Teeling and uh, you know, dropping Carson Boyle into a more centralized role just to be able to add some physicality because that, the middle of that park is extremely physical tonight. Cordell put a great shift in, um, but uh, you know, good to try this out for a few minutes. Like you said, we've got J.D. Harmon in. He's six foot four, um, up at striker, so he brings a lot of size good target man we'd like to see him get on the end but here's valley threatening down the left hand side with a cross in deflected and the ball right into the path of a sliding dallying player collected by diego and that ball was deflected on the cross and went straight towards the goal again we've seen this all season from goalie diego leone but very quick off of his line if he's one step slower the valley striker can get a toe on that and potentially push it by him. So good reaction and athleticism from the Dowling goalkeeper, Diego Leone. And now we've got uh, Valley looking to make a couple of subs when they get the opportunity, uh, looking to bring on a couple of players and keep themselves fresh. Right now they've stuck with their starting 11. Uh, and again, playing five games in five days, how long can they go before they need to sub? Looks like we've got a couple here. Uh, a junior defender, Gabriel Califf, and number 18, Luke Carroll, a senior. And so some experienced players coming on for Valley as they look to keep the pressure high uh, in the Dowling defensive half uh, here with a 20 minutes to play on the dot at Dowling Catholic High School. 1-0 Maroons over the Crosstown Rival Tigers. Big throw in from Valley, uh, headed out by Parker Stork. Only as far as Joe Reed, who misses it, headed back into the mix. A poor clearance from Dowling. Looking to put Dowling continuing under pressure. Dowling clearing it, but only as far as the 25-yard line. Now the ball settling for Valley with a shot on goal. And a good, quick reaction save. Low to his right from Diego Leone. So similar to what we've seen so far from Valley. That ball bouncing, pressure. Dowling unable to get a good clearance on. Enough of a clearance on. And if you give this team enough chances, they're going to get more and more uh, dangerous with them. And now the chances are looking. uh, We started off 20 yards high. Then we were about five yards wide. And now we're on goal for a corner kick to Valley. The ball is played in the box. Cleared at the near post by Joe Reed. Let's see if Joe Reed can uh, dribble the ball up the field to relieve a little pressure. And actually, that was Ben Jurgens who looked to be fouled. 
And actually, instead of a foul, the throw is given to Valley. Um, and, and now we've got Fabian Leone with a nice clearance to come back out for the throw. And that dance tanner for Valley, um, it was a great strike uh, from, I believe it was Obia, got onto the center of the box on his right foot, cut it back hard on the ground to the left post, and really just touched wide by the goalkeeper. Very dangerous. Here's a deep throw into the box, similar to what we scored on, cleared out nicely from the Dowling defense. That's P.S. squared, as they call themselves, the center defenders, Patty Sullivan and Parker Storch. Good work there. We're going to need more out of that for them here. That appeared uh, to be uh, Patty Sullivan on the, the header. Unfortunately, goes behind for a corner kick. So Valley with one more chance at goal. A header right into the middle of the box. Cleared away, I believe, by Nathan Liu. And now you've got Joe Reed charging down the middle of the field in acres of space. Joe Reed in a full sprint, headed at a two-on-two attack. He's got J.D. Harmon in the middle of the park. Joe Reed goes wide on the left-hand side, dribbling to the quarter flag. Can he keep the ball in? Unable to maintain possession. And so Valley looks to come back out the other way. But Joe Reed at about an 80-yard sprint, uh, running at a two-on-two attack, ultimately unable to break through. But this ball is now back in Valley territory for the first time in a few minutes. And Dowling will get a throw-in on the right-hand side. Uh, yeah, J.D. Harmon had a chance there to maybe collect that uh, chest-high ball. Um, but great run from Joe Reed. Some 80- to 90-yard sprint up the pitch there with the ball, too. And again, Joe Reed is the sprinter, runs the 2 and the 400 for the Dowling track team. So no one was catching him from behind. So it was 2-on-2, two two, uh, but ultimately went to the corner and then able to get possession. Here's a big, long throw from Carson Boyle. Ball slips a little bit, goes high. It is headed out for... A deep throw in, almost a corner kick. So we've got another throw in from Carson Boyle. Boyle saying, get in the box. Let's do this one more time and double our advantage. Will he be able to connect this time? Deep throw to the near post. Goalie calls for it. And ultimately, no threat at the near post. Maybe they heated Carson's device too strongly and went way back sick. You want that near post option for the flick, unable to make a connection. Yeah. And so now Valley comes out with it. Yeah, we didn't have any runners there. Um, and just, folks, we want to take a moment to thank the underwriters who support Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports, Ashworth Vision Clinic. Ashworth Vision Clinic is committed to providing a complete eye exam to make sure your family is seeing and feeling their best. Ashworth Vision Clinic, located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines or ashworthvision.com. Yeah, Tanner, to your point, you'd love to see a near post runner there on that throw-in. Um, again, nothing there. Valley was able to uh, get a clearance, get back into our half. Now they've resumed possession here on the ball um, with their center backs, and they look to build up through the midfield. One back uh, from Fabian Leone, passed up to Carson Boyle. Nathan Liu looks to try to play the one time back to Carson, but just misplayed out of bounds. And well as this throw in goes out, we will pause 10 seconds for station identification. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back. We've got Dowling Catholic Boys Soccer hosting the Valley Tigers. It is 1-0 Dowling, 16 minutes to play in the first half here on a hot and humid night. Uh, high 70s at kickoff. Uh, we've got a Valley ball, a deep throw in on the left-hand side. The Valley striker is on to it on the left-hand side. He's dribbling into the box towards the byline. Can he keep it in? He is ultimately shown the byline. Ian Gradell, freshman, back into the game. Grill had that short shift when Abarca got injured, came out, and is now back into the center midfield. So we've got another sub here for Dowling. We've got Enrico Sartori Fernandez on for Ben Jurgens. And so another freshman for a senior here coming out at and so we've got uh, Dowling clearly going to the bench, as Coach Keeling likes to do, comfortable playing freshman, comfortable going to his bench. 
and uh, can they maintain this lead? Absolutely. I mean, to your point on the freshmen, comfortable playing freshmen, but also out of necessity, right? It's a large representation of the team. We've got six players on varsity. They're all capable of playing and, uh, you know, all getting a lot of minutes here. We'll see what Dowling can do here as they look to build possession out of the back. Joe Reed is fouled. We play quick. Uh, Valley stands over the ball to kind of break it up, but Joe Reed finds Grudel in space in midfield. Grudel yeah, brings it over the half line. The right-hand side is the middle of the park. He's connecting the uh, defense and the attack. He finds the feet of Satori Fernandez. He's able to keep possession, so Valley wins back the possession. But, again, Gridell finding space nicely in his time on the pitch, unable to connect with Satori Fernandez, who lost the ball. But now Valley's back, charging on the Dowling half. Valley looks for a through ball, a and the run. ball is played in to Abia, and the keeper is out, and the ball is knocked by the keeper. Great no Abia call. goes Congrats. down, and a no call. The Valley bench is furious with the decision. The referee tempted to give a penalty kick. It's a dowling throw in on the right-hand side. But you had a collision between Jaron Obia and the goalie dowling Catholic, Diego Leon. No call given, even though the ball went by Diego Leon. And so uh, we've got some words being exchanged with the Valley coaching staff and this referee who is not giving out goals easily tonight. Uh, tough game. He's blowing a lot of fouls in the middle of the park, but did not blow his whistle on this penalty decision. So now it's a Valley free kick, five yards into the Dowling half, looking to play it deep to the back post. Here's Valley getting ready to deliver. Um, that was that was a play that could have gone either way for Dowling. It was a no call uh, from my where I see here. Could have been a foul. Uh, maybe a little lucky to get away there. Ball's delivered into the box. Up high for the header is Valley, but it's put out wide. Um, good coverage there. He was just able to get a head on it, but not much else. Here's Dowling's goalkeeper, Diego Leon, looking for options for a short goal kick, but waves everybody forward. Looks like he's going to kick this one long. Um, Diego yeah. Leon with a big leg. Yep. Likes to play short. Again, he kicks for the football team, but his tendency is to find an outside back. You know, this kick, uh, low but effective, as he finds Satori Fernandez's feet, plays it back down, and we've got a throw-in out of play for Dowling to the left-hand side. Griezmann, the left back with the throw-in, looking to find Joe Reed's feet. Knocked out of play. So Terry Fernandez will take this one. Yeah. A couple interesting things uh, about Joe Reed tonight. What I've noticed, Tanner, is the way that Valley's playing him, they know he's fast, and so they're, they're laying off of him. When he comes at speed, they're not diving in. They played smart there so far. You saw him against Mason City get three goals, one goal where he dribbled four players. He's capable of doing it. Valley knows it, so they're laying off Joe Reed. Um, as Valley's midfield looks to bring the ball up, Valley's just looking dangerous, uh, just bursting through our lines here on the dribble. Now they're out wide on the left. Can Fabian Leone shut it down before the cross comes in? He does out for a goal kick. Good stuff from Fabian Leone there. Actually, that's ruled a corner kick. Uh, a a corner, rather. So now you've got a Valley corner kick on the left-hand side of the goal. The Valley strikers look taking their positions at the box. You've got freshman Aaron Greedell on the near post for Dowling. Diggle Leone directing Joe Reed in front of him. Ball's into the box. It's flipped in, and it bounces inside the six. And Diego Leon pushes it over. That ball got by the first defender for Dowling. Bounced right on the six-yard line, right in front of the goal, and is flipped towards the goal. A little more on that for Valley, and that's 1-1. One, one. It, you know, it's, it's a very dangerous ball on that corner kick, playing it in hard, low, right across the six yards. Looks like Dow uh, Valley gets a little bit of a flick on it. The always aware Diego Leon there just to tip it over the crossbar. That ball flicked up high. Could have just nestled right into the back of the net there. Um, so happy to avoid that one. But Valley, uh, the threat is not over. Valley lines up and gets set to deliver another corner kick here shortly. 
And it'll be an in-swinging corner, left-footed kick on the right-hand side of the ball. Ball goes near post. And again, Ian Gridell there to knock the ball out of play, but it is still a corner kick. So, you know, Dowling with the 1-0 advantage, 11 minutes to play in the first half, but Valley with the majority of the chances here through 30 minutes of play. Yeah, absolutely. Ever since that goal, here's and the ball is in the net, and it's headed, and it's headed back, bouncing through the box, and a long clearance. Can striker J.D. Harmon hold this ball up? But Valley got there first, headed it towards goal, and then the Dowling defender heads it back away from goal. So another really dangerous opportunity. The Tigers are knocking, you know, can Dowling reverse and slow this ball down? Well, here they're on the ball. Um, they've got – you know, they've got a, quite a big spread between the defense and the midfield. Valley does, so it's an opportunity for us to get on the ball and string some passes together. I'd like to see some composure um, in that sense. Uh, let's see our midfield get get a hold of this game a little bit here um, and get some passes together as we resume with the throw-in. Joe Reed back to Danny G, the left back. Here's Nathan Liu. We called for a foul in the middle of the park. Quinn Stewart getting set to check back in, but free kick to Valley. We have a free kick right on the halfway line. Uh, the Valley defense sending everybody forward. And again, we've seen both teams look to take advantage of all set pieces they can, even if they're around midfield, by lining up their tall attackers on the 18-yard line, looking to play a long ball lid, hoping for that ball to bounce down in the box and uh, get a opportunistic look on goal. That's what happens here, but it's cleared out. So Terry Fernandez looks to settle the ball and keep it in play. He's got Joe Reed up the field. And he's able to find Joe Reed. So we've got an opportunity for a three-on-four attack by Dowling. Numbers getting forward. Joe, Joe Reed dribble. cuts inside. He's 35 yards out. He's one on three. He's also being caught from behind by the, the captain for Valley. Ball clear out of play for a throw-in. Uh, but we see Joe Reed one more time looking more and more dangerous on a long run from a counter. Dowling loses opportunity to make a substitution. Carson Boyle sees the bench for the first time tonight, and entering back into the game is Quinn Stewart. Yeah, Quinn Stewart checks back in. A lot of speed on the outside. Uh, maybe a little bit too much there from Joe Reed on the dribble. Beats a couple guys, I think, at that point could maybe pass the ball, but we know that he really does like to try to take on as many players as he can. Here's a throw-in from Dowling. Joe Reed collects in the middle of the field. And good poise from Joe Reed yep. to slow things down. Joe Reed has come more into a central midfielder position, uh, and he's able then in that center midfield role to really – charge on the counterattack with the ball at his feet. Again, two big runs, unable to connect with a teammate on either run, but certainly threatening the defense and changing the course of play. Valley now uh, with a corner kick again. This ball is put out of play by Danny Griezmer. Uh, so a, an intervention about 30 yards out results in the ball rolling straight out of play down across the byline for a corner kick for the Tigers. And they will make a substitution here with number 14, Preston Knipsu, a freshman on for the Valley Tigers. So an in-swinging corner here from Valley. Eight minutes and 15 seconds to play in the first half. Ball comes in at the middle of the goal and a very dangerous corner kick. Those in-swingers are a lot to yeah. handle. Uh, goalkeeper Diego Leone is uh, struggling to get through all the congestion right in front of him. And now we've got another corner for Valley. It seems like uh, Valley at this point is getting close to probably six or seven corner kicks. Um, set to deliver another in-swinging corner kick here from the short side. Ball looks like a dangerous ball in. In for a goal. No, cleared out by Diego Leon. And here's Dowling looking to break. Great ball from Joe Reeves. And the Valley Riddell, fans, maybe you can hear the them field. celebrating. But here running. comes the counterattack. Can Dowling find a reason to celebrate? That ball is cleared out of play. It's a Dowling throw-in. 
But the down, the Valley bench, the Valley fans were all celebrating. That ball was over our goalie's head and cleared out by I couldn't quite tell who, but we were beat. We were headed for an equal game, but just a goal line clearance at the last second saves a goal. Yeah, for my view, Tanner, I thought that was in. Um, cleared off the line. A huge response from the crowd there, getting the, them back into it. Maybe that breathed some life in the Dowling. They had a good uh, counterattack, too, and just a shot on goal there from Goodell. Only the second shot on goal for the game, the first one going into the goal. But since then, haven't tested the Valley keeper. That ball, Grudel with a look about the corner of the 18, right at the goalie, but still to get the chance back. Valley now back right down the other way. They are smelling blood, and they have another corner kick. So don't have count. We'll get the stats at halftime. But right now, uh, I'm going to estimate Valley has maybe eight or nine corners in the span of about 20 minutes. Uh, they've got in-swingers on either side of the goal. This looks to be a left-footed in-swinger from the right-hand side of the goal, and they're playing these balls right into the thick of it, right across the six-yard box. Diego Leon, the goalie, struggling to get through the congestion, and this ball's bouncing in dangerous areas. Here comes the kick on the left-hand side. Big high-looping high ball at the, the back, back post. post. Unable to find a connection. That's out for a goal kick. And we'll take a moment of reprieve there and also just thank the underwriters who support Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports Construction Professionals. Family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. 515-208-5721 online at cpcustomhomes.com. And thanks to Orrin and Marilyn Stryker and their son Derek for the support. Here's Dowling off of the goal kick. Bobby and Leone under some pressure. Does a good job just to force a throw in here. Uh, Dowling just needs to get a, bit of, get a bit of a foothold in this game, Tanner, since that goal we scored. Because uh, Valley is, as you said, smelling blood here as they get back on the ball. Indeed, it's been downhill for Valley as their senior captain runs to the middle of the field. A great step up by Parker Stork, the center back, with a big tackle. Uh, you've got the Valley captain running like a freight chain through the middle of the field, and it's a collision. You know, good, strong player, Keith clean player. That's number 16, Seth Barker, the senior captain for Valley playing center midfielder. This is the same player that had a tough 50-50 with Henry Abarca. We haven't seen Abarca return to the game, and actually Abarca on the sideline with his cleats off, so his return appears to be questionable. Now the same player for Valley, again, playing clean, just playing hard, but a collision here with the senior defender, Parker Stork. Now Parker's slow to get up. He appears to be clutching his chest, looking to catch his breath, so both teams a lot on the line here, rivalry match, sub-state implications, state ranking implications, everybody going hard for this one, Ben. Absolutely. Um, we're seeing injuries already. Abarca, he's, he's on the bench close to the coaches. Like you said, cleats off, so potentially to come back, yet to see. Maybe we'll get an update at halftime. Uh, but you hate to see him go and then Parker Stork, but it looks like Parker is going to be staying in. Uh, Gradell plays a nice ball out to Danny Griezmer on the left-hand side. Can Griezmer connect a pass back? Great look to Patty Sullivan. Let's build it out of the back here. Back to Diego Leone. Can he find feet? Uh, good look back to Patty Sullivan. Very composed there. Nathan Liu in the middle with a little bit of a tough touch, but he's able to keep it. Dribbles well. Finds, finds J.D. Harmon. Harmon turns and uh, finds Quinn Stewart out wide. He cuts back in. We've got a little bit of something going here. Can Harmon get a shot off? We know he's got a cannon dispossessed at the top of the box. Now Valley's got a chance to counter. So effective for Dowling, not the prettiest of touches throughout the midfield, but again, it worked. A slow buildup out of the back. Good play from Diego Leone to find the open outside back and uh, a, a switch of field through midfield, a combination play between the right winger and the center striker for Dowling ultimately results in a, a deep field to turnover, but well-played, good possession buildup out of the back for Dowling Catholic, something really promising to build on 
uh, at halftime. We are four minutes away from the first half whistle as Dowling holds on to a 1-0 lead over the Valley Tigers. Yeah, four minutes to go. You really want to get out of this half now with that 1-0 lead. We know Valley's trying to get on the board before the end of the half to build some momentum. And they are indeed asking a lot of questions of the defense. Now we've got an opportunity with a cross from Valley well cleared by Parker Stork. Always seems to be at the right place at the right time for that defense. Harmon goes up for a 50-50 ball. Called for an elbow in a header challenge. Not happy with the call. Um, but Valley gets a free kick here uh, right inside the half. And we know what they're going to do, Tanner. They're going to deliver this ball deep into the box and see if they can get, get ahead on it and get something close on goal. Indeed. And they're sending the big guys forward. You know, uh, Valley doesn't start a super tall lineup, but they've got some height coming off the bench. Uh, those guys are playing now, and they're all lined up on the weak side of the 18. So we have a left-sided free kick and a left-footed player kicking that ball in. Uh, low kick, a little under hit, cleared out. And now the ball is bouncing on the right-hand side. Valley does collect it, looks to play it back into the box, bouncing around, looking for possession. Valley settles it on top of the 18, looks to turn and play a 1-2 on the top of the box. Ball on the right-hand side, uh, Danny Griesmer. Uh, looks to clear the ball, and the assistant referee has something to say about this. This is going to be whistled a high kick, dangerous play uh, by Griezmer. And so now you've got a free kick in a very dangerous position on the right-hand side. This one uh, just inside the corner of the 18. Uh, you've got a two-man wall right now for Dowling. And Valley uh, has shown danger on these corner kicks. This one with a little more dangerous angle. Talent lined up inside the box. A right-footed kick, near post, and a big header away by Griezmer, who comes up slow. And now Valley has possession, still looking to play the ball deep inside. They switch the point of attack. Valley down the left-hand side. A long ball forward from the left defender for Dowling. Griezmer with another clearance, only as far as Valley's center midfielder. Dribbling at the defense, dribbling at the heart of defense, looking to do a 1-2 on top of the box. Valley in possession in the final third. Playing side to side, a fake shot, and a deep ball out wide intercepted by Leon. Well, collected, out by Leon. Collected by Quinn Stewart, who finds Ian Gridell with a nice touch. Yeah. Gridell unable to find the forward, and this ball now crosses the line into the valley half. Yeah, here's Quinn Stewart looking to win it back. Does a good job just to deflect it. We've got Ian Gridell in space. Can he find a man? Looks for Quinn Stewart. Uh, Valley's able to get a foot on it, though, and clear just past Quinn Stewart. Now we've got a 50-50 ball in Dowling's half. Nathan Liu gets the better of that one. It just gets a foot on it and clears it. Uh, don't hate to see that late in the half, but maybe he could have brought it down. J.D. Harmon double-teamed on a header, and it goes out for a Dowling throw. We've got a minute 30 left, folks. 1-0 Dowling over West Des Moines Valley in the first half. As the clock ticks under a minute and a half, Dowling has a throw-in inside Valley's half. They're waving players forward, looking to get their shape up the field. We've got right back Fabian Leon with the throw-in, looking for Quinn Stewart, lays it off nicely to Ben Jurgens. Ben Jurgens keeps possession, finds J.D. Harmon, turns on the top of the box, has Quinn Stewart. Quinn Stewart plays a cross in, dangerous, just over the goal. The goalie uh, was had to be... Had to be aware there. Almost had to just touch that out of bounds. Looked like it was a cross that ended up being a shot, Tanner. It was a little too much on the cross, but again, when you hit it towards goal, you know sometimes an overhit doesn't hurt you. A testing goalie Raúl Jiménez Jacinto for Valley doesn't have a ton of height, so those aerial balls can be challenging, as we saw on the throw-in goal for Dowling early in the half. Uh, now the ball is cleared out. Valley in possession at the halfway line. Looking to stage one last attack. It is 35 seconds and counting. Valley on the left-hand side, entering Dowling territory putting their foot on the top of the ball and cutting inside his valley, looking for a combination. Dowling is all the way back, 10 men behind the ball. Quinn Stewart looking for a clearance. J.D. Harmon trying to get on the end of it. There is 20 seconds and counting. 
Dowling again looking to ride out this half. Valley putting all numbers forward, 15 and counting as Valley charges down the right-hand side, intercepted again, but only as far as the halfway line. Valley charging towards the uh, Dowling half. This ball rolling through a long shot on goal and flipped over from Diego Leon. So credit to Diego Leon ending the half with a save. It went out for a corner, but they won't have time to complete it. An exciting first half of soccer. Dowling holding on to a 1-0 victory over Valley. Again, you are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Good evening and welcome back to Dowling Catholic's campus. We are Tanner Krause and Ben Teeling calling the Dowling Catholic boys soccer game against West Des Moines Valley. Big rivalry, two ranked teams, a really exciting first half. It's 1-0 Dowling, uh, but that doesn't represent the number of chances created by either team as Valley uh, with a big lead in corner kicks, a big lead in shots, and a lead in shots on goal. However, it's Dowling 1-0. Ben, what's your main takeaway from watching that first half of soccer? Well, uh, ever since that first goal, Valley has been on the front foot. Uh, Dowling was able to get a goal inside the first four minutes. Uh, with some nice direct play on a on a big throw in, um, and then since that point, Valley has just been again themselves playing directly. We're, we're seeing them string just a couple passes together in midfield, and then they look to just play a long ball to break through the line, whether it's finding an outside winger, or one of the forwards, eventually to get across in, um, and just to get something dangerous on goal. We've seen them have multiple shots from the top of the box and sort of the outside of the box that were fairly threatening. Um, we've seen Diego Leon have to make a couple saves to come off his line. 
we've seen probably close to 10 corner kicks out of Valley. And if you add in the free kicks um, in similar spots, well over 10, where they're absolutely putting dangerous balls in, finding players, finding flick-ons. And, man, we've had some close ones out there, Tanner. What are you seeing? Yeah, so good recap, Ben. You know, for for Valley, you know, clearly trying to put Dowling under repeated pressure. You know, Diego Leon has had a great first half of soccer, uh, very good reactions, very good athleticism. Uh, can he come off of his line a little sooner and a little stronger? You know, not his forte. He's more of a reaction goalie. Uh, but the way that Valley is playing, they are dropping balls into the six. And if you leave it up to a 50-50 between, you know, the heads of Valley and the heads of Dowling, you never know which way that ball is going to bounce. But if you can come out there, you know, use your fist as a goalie, elevate above the line of the heads of the forwards and attackers, uh, you might be able to clear some of that pressure and force Valley to play a little bit further from your goal on those free kicks. If they continue to be able to drop those balls in right on the six-yard line, you know, at some point you're just rolling the dice repeatedly, and uh, Valley came very close to scoring, including one where it was over the goalie's head and cleared off the line at the last second. So can we keep that up? Can Diego come out and protect his six a little stronger? He's playing well, but if this holds, you know, you got to like Valley's chances to equalize this game. I mean, that's a good observation there. You know, Diego Leon's good at coming off his line when it's uh, a one-on-one situation when somebody's in on goal. But in these crossing situations, maybe something like you said, we could see a little bit more out of them because any time that ball gets swung in, it seems like it could go off anybody's head, and then we don't know what's going to happen from there. And that's what Valley's going to look to do. They're athletic up top. They make good runs, um, and they play really good crosses in uh, in dangerous areas. They're going to keep doing that. So uh, Coach Teeling, maybe something he'll address at halftime with his folks or with his team. And, folks, we are um, uh, we are going to take a break now. You're listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Welcome back, folks, to the Dowling Valley High School Boys Soccer Game. He's Tanner Krause. I'm Ben Teeling. Tanner, we talked about the pressure that Valley is putting on Dowling. Can you expand on that a little bit more here? Yeah, we talked a lot about what Diego Leon, the goalie for Dowling, can do differently. I want to talk a little bit about what his team can do to help him, and that's to concede fewer free kicks 
in dangerous parts of the pitch, right? So the corners are going to happen, right? You have to have your defenders get stuck in. But Valley's playing anything inside the dowling half of the field uh, basically as a direct set piece. And so if there is a 50-50 foul or a soft giveaway foul in the middle of park or maybe by one of the dowling the strikers being a little too aggressive uh, defensively, you know, Valley's going to take that ball, they're going to put everybody forward, and they're going to play it into the box. And so – Dowling can help Diego Leon by conceding fewer chances and giving them less opportunities to pound that ball into the box. So that's on one side of the pitch, Ben. You know, going forward, you know, Dowling is likely to need another goal to close this one out. Talking about what the Maroons need to do differently and or better in the second half to give themselves a chance to win this game. Yeah, I don't think this scoreline is going to end at 1-0, Tanner. I think we're definitely uh, going to see some more goals here. We'll just see by who. Um, I think with Dowling, they'll need to do a better job of winning 50-50 balls. And we've seen Valley play really direct, um, and it's working well for them because they're able to win those 50-50 balls, keep the play going, whether it's a little deflection, flick on to one of their players, and then get in behind us. Um, so the 50-50 balls are going to be key. But even more importantly, I think for Dowling, uh, they just need to take a breath, slow it down, get a little composure, and string some more passes together in midfield. We know their midfield unit has a lot of skill. And whenever we see them play side to side, get the ball working, good things happen. Another key for me, Tanner, Joe Reed. We need to find Joe Reed in some space. Um, I think he needs to play maybe a little quicker one-two and then start to dribble uh, because they know he's going to straight just dribble at him. So maybe he can get get a ball, play one touch, get it back again, and then go. Keys for you, Tanner? Yeah, so – as we're watching the Dowling team break, there's a minute left to play before half. Valley is already on the field, ready for this half to start. Dowling's coming out of their huddle. Freshman starter, attacking midfielder Henry Abarca, limping on the sideline. His cleats are still off. He now looks unlikely to return at this point of the game. Uh, he plays a lot of that role to slow the game down and keep possession for Dowling. You know, we saw some of that from Ian Gridell, also a freshman, showing some poise in the first half. You know, can the likes of Gridell and um, Sartori Fernandez, Ben Jurgens, Nathan Liu, can those players in the middle for Dowling step up and show a little more side-to-side, a little more possession because if this game just ends up in a vertical sprint match, it's going to be Joe Reed and Carson Boyle versus a very athletic Valley defense and a continued onslaught of uh, set pieces and uh, challenging the box inside the uh, the Dowling defensive area. So we'll see how long this can uh, we'll see how long this can hold up. So we've got the second half underway here at uh, Dowling Catholic High School. Valley with the kickoff, playing it deep into the Dowling half. The ball is headed out. And the ball is now sailing down around the half-field line. Valley under possession. A little bit of uh, back and forth there in the middle of the park. Again, this second half starting off just as physical as the first half. Uh, players colliding, kicking each other, looking to find that possession. A lot of excitement here. It is a big rivalry matchup when Dowling plays Valley. Just underway, it's 1-0 Dowling kicking off the second half. Massive matchup, Tanner. Can't, can't understate the uh, or overstate the rivalry enough here. You know, I mentioned I'd like to see, see some more possession out of Dowling, but I will give credit to Valley's uh, midfield. They're making it tough. So at the end of the day, this just could come down to being a slugfest. It could come down to, you know, does the speed and athleticism of our front line beat their defense and does theirs beat ours? That might be what it comes down to as much as we'd like to see Dowling slow it down a little bit. Um, there's just so much energy and pressure in this game. Um, 
and it's just going to be, you know, it's just going to be a big fight here from here on out for these next 38 minutes for Dowling to hold on to this lead. Indeed, and you know, you got to find a way to win, and certainly Dowling's had a lot of success this season playing through the athleticism of Joe Reed, J.D. Harmon, Quinn Stewart, Carson Boyle. The uh, the senior striker coming back brings even more of that strength and speed. So uh, Dowling is very dangerous in the counterattack. We saw Joe Reed make two big runs to challenge the Valley defense, and uh, certainly Dowling will take it any way they can get it the second half as they look to hold off the Valley Tigers, the higher-ranked team at this stage of the match. Uh, but who knows how this game will uh, implicate not only the state rankings, but the sub-state rankings as they get finalized after tonight's matches across the state of Iowa. Yeah, sub-state, implica- uh, sub-state ranking implications big time in this game. As you mentioned many times uh, throughout the night, Tanner, not only that, uh, probably the biggest thing is just the pride between these two teams. Valley versus Dowling, classic matchup. Valley traditionally gets the better of Dowling in these matchups, but recently Dowling's had more success. Again, we didn't have a season last year, so this is the first Dowling-Valley matchup in over two years. Seniors are fired up. We are sitting here at 37 minutes left in the second half. Valley pressuring Dowling. Joe Reed comes up uh, with the ball. Great win back. Turns it back to Ian Gridell, freshman, who plays a nice ball back to Joe Reed. Nice little one-two there. Joe Reed plays a nice ball out to Danny G, the left back. Danny G gets shut down, finds Nathan Lou's feet. Lou's got time just to spray the ball out wide. Nice ball wide out to Quinn Stewart. That's a great switch by Nathan Lou. The ball on the left-hand side under pressure. Picks his head up, finds the uh, Quinn Stewart on the right wing. Want to see more of that from Nathan Lou. Picking his head up, switching the point of attack, and playing a big switching ball. And so now we've got an early... Uh, an early foul and the first yellow card of the game. So freshman Ian Gridell shown the yellow for a tough challenge. Uh, Valley charging through the middle of the field as they've been once to do this uh, first half. Now here early in the second half. So uh, freshman Ian Gridell getting the yellow card three minutes into the half, having to take his uh, place on the bench per the CIML rules. And now the Dowling bench uh, getting tested early. So now Two midfielders out of the game for Jackson Teeling. Uh, Henry Abarca looking to be out permanently for an injury. Grudel, you know, serving his five-minute ban with a yellow card before he can come back in. So free kick into the box for Valley. Ball is settled into the box. Played at goal. Still in play, actually, on the right-hand side. Not cleared out quite yet. Valley looking to keep it on. Ball is played off of the Valley. Yep, well, played off of the Valley forward's feet. And we are going to have, actually, the referee blows his whistle for an infraction. So it's a dowling kick coming out, but one more of those set pieces given away uh, in a dangerous area for Valley. Yeah, so so dowling here looks to resume here. Or, sorry, Valley, rather. Um, with a free, Actually, looks actually like we have a reversal. On the field here. A lot of so confusion. The referee had pointed the wrong way, and I didn't see what the referee saw in terms of a Valley Dowling kick. coaches, arms up. Asking uh, for answers, and I don't you. blame them. Uh, everyone had come back to the half field line, but now there is a very dangerous free kick for Valley on the right hand side, corner of the 18, deep in Dowling territory, one man wall, in swinging ball, played right at goal and just over the crossbar. But a very confusing turn of events for Dowling. Yeah, like you said, we thought we had the free kick, maybe the throw in. Players get up the field into Valley's half, only to, only to come back to have that free kick. Actually, pretty dangerous, but uh, didn't really threaten Diego Lone's goals just high. Here's Danny Riesmer on the left side. Under pressure, one back easily by Valley with the, with the triple team. Out for a throw-in here for Valley. Deep in Dowling's half on the right side. Valley's still looking to threaten just like they were in the second, uh, first half. 
Tanner, we did see some good play out of Dowling there for, you know, maybe strung four, five, six, seven passes together a couple minutes ago, like what we talked about at halftime. So we'd love to see more of that. Here's Dowling clearing their lines. J.D. Harmon coming up to collect from center center striker. And a good layoff from Harmon out wide to Joe Reed, who now has the ball headed towards goal. Finds Jurgens in the middle of the park. Jurgens has some space here. Wisely plays it back to Nala Dowling in possession. Carson Boyle on the ball switches the field nicely to Quinn Stewart, who finds back Nathan Liu. Nathan Liu with a bit of a Maradona in the middle of the field and loses possession. Now Valley coming back with space in the middle of the park. Valley entering Dowling territory. Surging down the right-hand side is Valley Tigers. Number seven for Valley into the box, down to the byline, and does well to win a corner. Yeah, you're, you're not getting by Danny Griezmann that easily. Not at all. Those long legs cover a lot of ground, but you've got a Valley corner kick on the right-hand side of the field. Uh, so Valley, again, uh, adding to its corner tally, adding to its free kick tally. And, again, the more that you see this, the more you just roll the dice of what could happen on a bouncing ball or a loose ball. We'll see if Dave Leung can defend his six a little stronger in this second half. But we've got an in-swing corner from Valley, left foot a kick on the right-hand side of the field. Yeah, here's Valley with the delivery. Dangerous ball again to the back ball post. The back post headed back across the goal. It's right in front of the net. It's headed out. And the ball back towards the goal. It's off a shoulder from Dowling. The ball's bouncing three yards, two yards. Ball's bouncing and into the back of the net. Just what we were afraid of. The more that ball just bounces around off of heads and shoulders and backs, and it finally settled, got defended, and then kicked into the goal. So it is one to one with 34 minutes to play in the second half, Dowling Valley. Yeah, exactly what we saw in the first half. Um, quarter kick, ball bouncing around, multiple headers, multiple clearance attempts off of bodies, deflections. You knew Valley was going to get one eventually if that kept up, um, and that's exactly what they did. Tough one for Dowling to concede. They really did start the second half pretty well. Um, can they build off of that? Is that going to wake us up a little bit here? Games 1-1, everything to play for. Still have over 30 minutes left to go. Here's Carson Boyle making a run through the midfield. Finds dangerous Joe Reed out on the left. Joe's able to beat his man down the left-hand side, pulls it back, gets fouled, and we get the call from the ref. Yep, and so now we got a free kick dowling in a dangerous position, about 30 yards out, corner of the box. Looks like Jurgens over to take it. And so Dowling's heading its mix forward. You've got center Parker Stork, center back Parker Stork getting into the mix. Griezmann back there as well, Quinn Stewart. And a one-person wall coming out for Valley. Valley's going lines up the wall. Right-footed kick coming into the box at the far post. Bouncing over everybody's head. Joe Reed on the right side of the pitch looking to keep the ball on. He's one on three now down in the corner. Looks to beat all three and doesn't. Cleared away by Valley. Valley does have a target man to hold that play up. It is one versus three with Valley's possession. He beats Nathan Liu and heads down the middle of the park. He beats another man with a through ball and a very good recovery from Griezmann. Again, Griezmann making about a 70-yard run from the right side of the attacking goal to his left-back position to stop the Valley counterattack. Great hustle out of Griezmann to defend that counterattack. Great job out of Griezmann. Uh, once again, coming up um, on the counterattack to defend and shut it down. Valley, though, very threatening on that counterattack. Here's a throw-in to the center of the field. Valley player turns, only to be dispensed by Jurgens. Now Jurgens brings the ball up the field, lays it off to Danny Griezmann on the left. Can Danny find feet? He finds Jurgens' feet. Jurgens has Lou. Lou in midfield. Nice pass out to Quinn Stewart in space on the right-hand side. Another pass to Lou. Lou plays it quickly in space to Carson Boyle, who breaks up the right side of the field. He's now got two defenders. Finds J.D. Harmon. Harmon with a heavy touch. Able to recover, though, is Dowling. 
one-time ball from Jurgens, but just a little bit ahead of Stewart. I like the idea on the one-two, though, Tanner. Great passage of play from Dowling there. Indeed, some good one-two combinations, quick passing on the right-hand side of the field. That ball is getting outside, inside, outside, inside, ultimately getting through about 30 yards of the Valley defense. Uh, unable to find that final connection, though, into the box. But a uh, good buildup through the middle of the field for Dowling. You want to see more of that quick passing, uh, less vertical play, less dribbling. Uh, that's being successful for Dowling. Now the ball is back in Dowling's half. Valley trying to get under possession, bouncing around right at midfield, bouncing back and forth. This ball looks headed out for a throw-in. No, saved, actually. Again, a lot of bouncing balls here, a lot of 50-50s. This game is very tense, very physical, and a big run from Valley center striker on the right foot with a long shot just high and wide of the goal. Again, there is Jaron Obia. We called his name several times in the first half. That's his first real call to action here in the second half, uh, but a good run with a right-footed shot just slightly high and wide of the field. Obia, very dangerous there. Turns Gerdell uh, turns or Jurgens in the center of the park, then just makes – a burst through the middle of the field, straight to the top of the box, cuts to his right foot, gets a shot just over the goal. Um, but he creates a lot of problems for that Dowling defense. Here's the goal kick. Good flick on from Joe Reed to get it into Valley's half. Can we get the ball under under possession? Harmon not able to do so. And Valley with the clearance down the line, almost run onto by the right back, uh, but it does roll out of bounds for a throw-in. We have a substitution for Dowling on that last play. Ian Gridell enters the pitch for Nathan Liu. So Gridell, after getting that yellow card, coming back onto the field. Uh, Nathan Liu taking what might be his first break of the game, so a well-deserved rest for the senior. We have a throw-in for Griezmann on the left-hand side into Joe Reed's feet. Bouncing ball through the middle of the park. Valley has possession. Whoever's playing that role that Gridell or, or Nathan Lewis playing, sort of that defensive center midfield role, has a lot on their hands, basically dealing with Obia running at him. You just saw it there with Gridell. He stepped in, picked the ball up off Obia's feet, but just got run over by his own player who was chasing Obia back. But, you know, he limps up, he uh, gets up with a little bit of a limp, but he stays on the field. Here's Valley resuming play. Indeed, and that was a collision actually between Carson Boyle and Ian Gridell. Uh, Carson Boyle, the, 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 sorry, the senior, always going to win that collision. Uh, Gridell, just the skinny freshman. Uh, friendly collision between teammates, but no less painful for the freshman Gridell as he reenters the game on a yellow card already. So uh, we'll see how this holds up. Um, we now have the ball inside Dowling's half. Valley with possession, looking to combine into the box. Valley has possession in the deep right-hand part of the Valley pitch. Griezmann with a nice intervention. Can't keep possession. It's out for a throw-in, but a nice defensive tackle there by Danny Griezmer. We have a deep throw-in on the right-hand side of the field for the Valley Tigers. There are 29 minutes to play. It is one-to-one. Dowling Valley, a packed house here tonight, and Valley's goal five minutes ago, really getting this crowd back into it. Yeah, folks, you probably heard the Dowling's representation in the crowd react to that big goal. The environment here is electric, as we talked about earlier. One of the biggest turnouts we've had all season. Um, everything to play for here. One-one left with one-one uh, in the game with less than thirty left. And a shot from distance for Valley, and a big wow. save from Diego Leon. He saw that late through traffic. Uh, but number twenty, Aiden Hall, the senior, with a left-footed look from thirty-five yards out, testing Diego Leon. So he does well to push it out for a corner kick. But again, this is where Valley has been very dangerous. This is one of those infamous in-swinging corner kicks on the right-hand side of the field. They've been left-footers. And, again, Valley has five players lined up on the goal line, causing a lot of problems for Diego Leone to try to come out and work through all that congestion. The ball comes into the box, left-footed in-swinger, deep to the far post. 
headed back across to the middle of the six, cleared away by Dowling to the 18, played back into the box, cleared away one more time. It's only as far as the 18. Joe Reed now on it, charging down the left-hand side of the field. He looks just to sprint, and he is intercepted by Valley's number 13. So a good slowdown from Valley because Joe Reed, when he gets ahead of steam, is a handful. I mean, you know, and Joe Reed, uh, again, Valley's been doing a good job with Joe Reed. Um, Impressed with the way they've been able to more or less not let him get past that second defender. Valley now looking to build some passes out of the back. Uh, out for a throw-in for Dowling. Yeah, and I want to give some credit to the right back for Valley, number 23, Marshall Blobley. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced that, Marshall, but uh, really athletic young man. Uh, a little shorter, but very strong, very quick. Proving to be a good matchup for Valley as they try to handle the athleticism of Joe Reed. Joe Reed, the leading scorer for Dowling, double-digit goals on Heavy the season. tackle for uh, Valley. But there. not a lot here. Again, another tackle. You know, we do have a yellow card for Dowling earlier in the match. Valley has not shown a yellow, but there have been plenty of infractions on both sides. You start to wonder at what point do these infractions add up and uh, the referee starts to go to his book. Uh, we will thank Kemen. Kemen's vision is to improve the quality of life by touching half the people of the world every day with their products and services. They are on Maury Street in Des Moines, or you can visit them online at Kemen.com. Thank you to our underwriters for making this broadcast possible. This is a free kick to Dowling, uh, 30 yards out. Ben Jurgens with a right-footed kick. Uh, Dowling's bigs are forward. Jurgens is a set, set piece specialist for Dowling with the delivery. Nice delivery in the box. We've got runners rising up high as the center back for Valley to clear it out. Back to Jurgens. Whips in so a shot. Rip. Out for a corner kick. I was wondering why the goalie was running after that ball, but it was deflected by a Valley player. So now we've got a corner kick, Tanner. Indeed. And so you, know, you want to see can Dowling. Uh, look to also put the goalie for Valley under pressure. That is Raul Jimenez Yacinto, who is not a tall player. Um, so we've seen uh, the challenges of putting a lot of pressure on these goalies. The ball is in swung at the near post. It's right there. The ball is bouncing inside the six, and the ball bounces to Parker Stork, who kicks just high of the goal. But, again, these set pieces for both squads looking very dangerous. Yeah, we just need to get a few more of those, Tanner, because, you know, we're whipping in dangerous balls as well. Great opportunity there, and that was uh, Parker Stork with the shot. Uh, always right place at the right time in the defensive end. That time, right place, right time in the offensive end, just was a little bit high on that shot. A substitution here, we have J.D. Harmon coming off. Who is that that came in, Tanner? That's Enrico Satori Fernandez, the freshman, playing center striker for the Maroons. So he looks to bring some fresh legs and speed off to the bench. Valley in possession, looking to turn and play it across the halfway line. Down the left-hand side of the field is Valley Tigers, looking to 1-2 there. Uh, the center midfielder for Valley with a good charging run into Dowling territory, deep into the attacking third now. Down the left-hand side, hooking into the loose ball. It is played off of the... It looks like it is out for a throw-in, ruled to be kicked out by Dowling. So we have a Valley throw-in near the corner flag, left-hand side. Valley with three players inside the box, ready for a loose ball to come in. Valley sending over its uh, strong captain senior to take a big throw-in. This is right where Dowling scored from early in the first half. It is one-to-one Dowling Valley, 24 minutes and change to play. A deep throw-in from the senior. Leone. Looked a little shaky off of his line, but Alton makes a very good catch to secure the possession. Diving back with his fingertips to catch that one. Diego Leon nicely just rolls it out to Parker Stork here. Parker Stork with a turnover at midfield. Mm. And so now Valley looks back in under possession. Valley charging in a three-on-five situation. A lot of players back for Dowling off of that defensive set piece, uh, able to thwart the attack. But here comes Dowling now under possession, finding Joe Reed's feet on the left-hand side. Joe Reed... Uh, looking to play it back, keep possession through Griezmann. Griezmann turning to Gridell in the middle of the field. Gridell 
not switching the point of attack, playing back to Griezmann, back to Gradell, under pressure, and a turnover from Gradell. Jerry Fernandez on the end of it does well to keep it alive. Carson Boyle finds the loose ball, looks to play Quinn Stewart through, knocked out of play for a throw in too hard on the through ball from Carson Boyle. We have a valley throw in on the left hand side. Yeah, um, you know, Dowling had a couple opportunities there. Good passes, maybe a, a bit of a quicker switch of play from Goodell. Under pressure, though, from Valley. Here's Valley with a long throw down the line and possession retained from the winger, but plays it to Jurgens for Dowling. Now we've got just a bit of a back and forth. But Dowling gets on the ball, Jurgens back to Patty Sullivan. Can we build some uh, passes out of the back here? Here's Danny Griezmann on the left hand side looking for options. Back to the center back, Patty Sullivan. Finds Ben Jurgens, who looks to flick it on only as far as the, the midfielder for Valley, number 13. Cuts it to the right, past Carson Boyle, slows it up here, finds his left mid outside. Drop back to the left mid or left defender for, da- for Valley and dumped into the box. Easily collected by the forward, lays it off with the chest, but nicely flicked out by Jurgens. And here's Joe Reed. What can Joe Reed do? Gets by one man, closed down by two more, and Jurgens now out to Danny Griesemer, the left back. Dowling again in the same position here down on the left side of the field. Just a little too heavy on that pass from Griezmann, and Valley wins it back again. Dowling really needs to get out of their half. They're under deep pressure here, Tanner. Yeah, a lot of possession for Dowling in a dangerous part of the field. They are in their deep defensive third. You've got a lot of combination play between uh, Griezmann and Gridell, unable to unlock the Valley pressure and get out of this part of the half. So, you know, you like to see them play short. You like to see them under possession, but a turnover in this part of the field can prove very costly. Uh, haven't had that fatal flaw yet. Uh, we'll see there's 22 minutes to play. It is one-to-one Dowling Valley, an exciting match here under the lights at Dowling Catholic High School. Valley in possession on the right-hand side of the field. Valley with the ball in the right corner, looking to take on senior Patty Sullivan, unable to get through. So it's a throw-in for Valley. And, again, now all these deep throw-ins, they are sending their big captain. This is center midfielder Seth Barker, uh, the senior, who's had a couple of strong collisions. Again, his – a safe but tough challenge against Henry Ibarca has Ibarca on the bench for Dowling. Here comes a deep throw-in on the right-hand side, a big throw-in from Barker right on the six-yard line, and that is in a goal. That is a goal for Valley, 2-1 to one Valley Tigers, 2-1 to one Valley Tigers. Valley with back-to-back goals in the second half to take a 2-1 lead. And again, the theme continues. These set pieces, whether it's corners, free kicks, or now throw-ins, dropping inside the six falling to too many Valley Tigers, and if you roll that dice too many times, it's going to end up craps. Now it is two 2-1 Valley, 21 minutes to play. What does Dowling do to react? Yeah, Dowling, uh, Dowling just needs to get a little more confidence back in this game. Um, you know, we again, we've got some speed, we've got some weapons up top. What we need to do is get some sustained possession in Valley's half of the field and create a few more chances. We've had one chance that I can think of in this first in the second half, Tanner. Absolutely, and so you know, what I want to see is you have two center backs for Dowling. You know, can they step up? Nathan Liu, also a senior. So you have three seniors in the middle of the field. They have not beat Valley in their career of Dowling players. You know they don't want to graduate without beating Valley. So can those three really put an emotional charge in from the center of the defense? Can they bust through this pressure from Valley and put the Tigers on their heels and ultimately push their forwards into the attacking third. Uh, will that play out? We will see. Exactly what we need to see, Tanner. Um, you know, the seniors, we just need, we just need the seniors to, to step up. I know they want to. Look, we saw Dowling give up a 2-0 lead the other night to Lincoln. Um, 
and now da- uh, Dowling giving up a lead again, but now they're... And a dangerous ball inside the box, and it's off the crossbar and over the goal, and almost its own goal out of nothing. So Dowling is a little shattered mentally right now. This ball just bounces. There's confusion between Griezmann and Leon over who gets that bouncing ball. The Valley player gets to it first, plays it inside the box. Fabian Leon looks to make a clearance off of his shin, off of the crossbar, off of the goalpost for a football, and out for a corner kick. But a very dangerous run of play, almost 3-1. It is a corner for Valley. We're not out of this yet. Here's the in-swinging delivery from Valley coming up. Again, they've got numbers in the box. Another dangerous ball. Good punch out from the keeper, Diego Leon. Here's Carson Boyle looking to clear it. Couldn't quite get ahead on it. Now Valley's shielding the ball in the deep right corner out for a throw. And, yeah, Tanner, Dowling just is combobulated right now, for, you know, for lack of a better term. Uh, just needs to calm down. The game is just still at 2-1. to one. We have plenty of time throwing. to get a goal. ball into the box. Yeah, another deep throw. And here's but the a pressure remains deep in the Dowling defensive third. A clear nobody home up top for Dowling. to Valley easy in possession. A through ball into the box, and the ball is through, and it is a – Whiffed effort from the Valley striker, but a great long ball from the Dowling center back who caught a gap in the Dowling defense, and Valley had a one-on-zero shot, unable to convert and close this game out was Valley, but again, another near miss for Valley. They are this close to making it 3-1 on multiple occasions. It remains 2-1 to one with 19 to play. Valley advantage over Dowling here on a house at Dowling Catholic High School. Yeah, almost an own goal there a minute ago, and then an absolutely uh, huge opportunity, one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Huge uh, let off for Dowling there. Keeps them in this game. Maybe that's what we needed here. Well, just under 20 minutes to go. Just a goal down. Need an outlet at the top of the field. Uh, it seems like when we clear the ball, we just have nobody up there to grab that ball. Indeed. You know, Dowling trying to put more resources towards just defending these set pieces, defending these long throw-ins, and that's hurting their ability to break pressure when they finally do win it back. Uh, so we'll see what the balance of power is between the uh, Dowling team. Uh, Valley winning the throw-in. Momentum is all Valley. The Dowling coaches are frustrated. The Dowling fans are frustrated. Valley is playing the aggressive style. The calls are going their way. The fans are going their way right now. And it is two to one, uh, but pressure remains heavily, heavily against the Dowling goal as they look to hold on to this lead and break through a period of uh, a bit of an onslaught from Valley. Yeah, a lot of momentum for Valley here. Uh, letting some deep shots fly too, which why not? Because if they deflect out for a corner kick, it's a lot of danger. And now we've got a foul in a dangerous position about 30 yards from goal right in the center of the field. We might see a shot on goal here with this free kick. It's the player who's fouled is slow to get up. You know, Ben, I had a, I coached growing up, uh, Matt Kennedy, shout out Kennedy, who uh, would always say, I wish soccer had timeouts. Uh, and as you can see here right now, you know you wish Jackson Teeling could call a timeout because the momentum here is all Valley. And unless Dowling can do something to break the spirit, uh, this might just become a 3-1 ball game. It is a 30-yard free kick for Valley, a four-man wall for the Maroons. Leon in goal, balls run over. And a through ball, a bit of a set-piece play by Valley, intercepted really nicely by Ian Grudel, who reads the game. Joe Reed breaking one-on-three through the middle of the field, beats one defender, lays it off to Quinn Stewart, who switches the field attack through Nathan Liu. Liu looks to get the ball back to Joe Reed, a little bit long on Liu's through ball. That ball is cleared out by Valley, but at least the ball is now in Valley's defensive half of the field. We're going to slow this play down. And uh, just take a breather. We've got a substitution coming. Number five, Owen Smeraj, the freshman. 
coming on for number 23, Danny Griesmer. So Griesmer with a great 60-minute shift coming off for a breather. And uh, Owen, the freshman, coming in for uh, uh, his first minutes of the night. Yeah, Owen Smarage, another freshman, promising uh, left back. He's left-footed as well. Um, nice to see Dowling with the ball in Valley's half. We got the team shifted up as well. Um, let's keep sustained pressure down here in Valley's half. I think that's kind of what Dowling would need to get a foothold back in this game. Maybe a good opportunity on target um, can boost the momentum back the other way. Here's a long throw-in where we've had some success. Cleared out by Valley. Back to Quinn Stewart. Battles for the ball. Dumps it back to Ben Jurgens, who bursts through. Finds Quinn Stewart on the outside again. And now we've got a 50-50 ball. That, uh, Valley wins it and clears it out. Retained by Dowling, though, there's Nathan Liu to pick, to pick it up. To Quinn Stewart again. Deep cross. Nobody home on that side of the field. Can we pick the ball up here in the middle of the field? We can. It's Ian Gridell with a heavy touch, though. Now Valley clears it, and it looks like we've got coverage with Patty Sullivan here. Heads it out of bounds for a throw-in. The ball back in Dowling's half. Valley with possession, right-hand side. Valley looking to sub. Valley brings on its uh, senior captain, Seth Barker, in the center of the midfield. And off for Valley is Grady Walston, a freshman who's gotten a lot of minutes tonight. So Barker on for Walston for Valley. And again, Barker brings a lot of athleticism and strength and physicality in the middle of the pitch as they look to hold on to this lead with 16 to play. It is 2-1 to one, Valley over Dowling right now in the second half of CIML Boys Soccer. Ball inside the, the box. Uh, Dowling looks to get a clearance. But it is another deep throw-in. And here's what Barker brings you, a big, strong senior with a big throw-in. So he's now down about eight yards away from the byline looking for another big throw-in. Again, this is how Valley scored its second goal. Big throw-in here coming in box right on the six-yard line, flicking up in the air, out to the 18. Good clearance from Joe Reed. Trey Fernandez is battling, looking to win possession, unable to do so. Valley, again, winning back possession. And uh, not many people up at the attacking line for Dowling. Yeah, Valley with just four guys behind the ball there to R1, even when they've got all the sustained pressure in our half. So they're basically able to sustain pressure but still keep plenty of numbers behind the ball. And that's a challenge for Dowling. We're going to have to find a way uh, to sort of unlock that defense a little bit and get some more possession higher up the pitch. Here's Valley again, turns into the box. Now we've got a pass out to the right, across in. Looks like Leon could gather this. Off the crossbar. Off the crossbar, but called out by the referee for a goal kick. Or maybe it's an offside. That might have been an offside. That might have touched the football crossbar just before touching uh, the soccer crossbar. But again, a dangerous play. The ball goes over Leon's head. And as a goal kick for Dowling, they look to play it out of the back. Dowling with the right hand, the right back, Fabian Leon playing out. It's knocked back into play by Valley. Valley has possession, charging towards goal, and a shot just wide. So a goal kick for Dowling. We will pause 10 seconds to take the identification. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Two to one Valley in a rivalry match here in CML Boys Soccer. Uh, Dowling takes the early lead, scores two minutes into the game, uh, holds the lead through halftime. Valley scores twice in the second half off of set pieces to make it two to one. And now we're 14 to play. Dowling in possession on the left hand side of the pitch. Owen Smarage gets the ball, looks to play it down the line. The ball's tipped out of bounds. Like you said, Tanner, uh, we had the lead in the first half. Valley with all the momentum in the second half. Here's a throw in from Smarage looking for Goodell. Kicked out again for a goal, uh, another throw-in for Dowling. Now we're looking for a deep 
throw in from Carson Boyle. He's waving his players into the box. He delivers it. Nice throw. Can we get a flick on? The ball's still in the box. It's bouncing up in the air. Ball settles down. Who does it go to? It goes to the Valley's feet. They look to play on a counterattack. It is now a charging 3v4 counterattack and some great speed from Jaron Obia, the center for for, center forward for Valley. I believe he's playing his ball next year at Grandview, showing a lot of skill and athleticism tonight with both feet. Uh, unable to finally connect on the through ball, but uh, makes a Joe Reed type of run, kind of one of those charging 40, 50 yard runs, carrying the counterattack personally. Does connect with the weak side winger, but they can't one two, so it's out for a goal kick for Dowling. Yeah, maybe it, maybe just a, a moment for Dowling to catch their breath here. They make a couple of substitutions. We see Danny Griesmer enter the game, and center back Patty Sullivan breather here. So a new look for for Coach Sheeling. Uh, he's potentially going to a three-back system. I want to see how far Owen Sprains plays forward. Uh, but we've got the left-back Danny Griesmer on for the center-back Patty Sullivan. So uh, potentially a chance to push more men forward for Coach Sheeling as his team looks to get back in this game. Yep. Uh, we've got just over 12 minutes left, Tanner. It's 2-1. to one. Valley has the lead. And more substitutions coming for Dowling. So number 10, Ben Jurgen, center midfielder on. Number 11, J.D. Harmon, center forward on. A couple of freshmen come off. So we've got Sartori Fernandez and Gradell off. We've got two seniors on. You know, and you like to see that. So this game means no disrespect to our freshmen. This game means a lot to our seniors. This is their last chance to beat Valley unless they meet again in the postseason. So bringing on some seniors, bringing on some athleticism, and uh, showing some more attacking players coming into the game. We've now got the assistant referee calling a infraction against Valley. Yeah, so, we uh, that flag pretty uh, ferociously. He was excited to make that call. So yeah. we've now got a free kick to Dowling. Uh, this looks to be about 30, excuse me, 45 yards out. It's an opportunity. Right-hand side. Dowling sending his players forward, only keeping two back. That's a change. We've seen Dowling keep three to four back. Uh, so Dowling pushing more men forward, lining up at the corner of the 18. This ball is on the right-hand side of the box. Who do we have on the ball to deliver? Is that Quinn Stewart out there? Looks like Quinn Stewart can't see his number. He's calling for 10. Ball's played in over the first line. Drops into the box, and it is just over Carson Boyle's foot. A great ball by Ben Jurgens. An absolutely perfectly dropped free kick. Carson Boyle inches from equalizing. Just couldn't get his foot on the end of it. Goalie ultimately off of his line for Valley to intercept that pass. But a really well-placed ball from Ben Jurgens. That sub for Teeling, uh, the free kick specialist coming on to the game, immediately making an impact. Now the ball's a valley throw in, right hand side, 10 minutes and change to play, deep in Dowling territory once again. Tanner, I think that's what we needed uh, from a Dowling perspective for them to maybe get a little bit, get a little bit of momentum just to threaten that goal. A beautiful, well placed ball by Jurgens there. Let's see more of that here as we wind the game down with 10 minutes left. We're still going to have a lot of action these last 10 minutes. We've barely had a moment to catch our breath up here in the booth. Um, and we know these players now just playing on adrenaline. Another substitution here for Valley as they get set to take a throw in in Dowling's half. And we've got one player um, up top as an outlet with uh, two Valley defenders. So if we do get a clearance, we'll see what we can do with it. As we do, here's, here's Nathan Liu cutting up the field, trying to get something going into Valley's half, but cut out nicely. Really well done by James Beattie, number 10 for Valley. Again, Beattie also playing his ball next year at Grandview. Valley has very talented players, both skill and athleticism up top. They kind of have this uh, three-person central attack. They don't play out wide like Dowling's system. They kind of play a a rotating system 
with uh, sometimes a one-point man, sometimes two-point and one number 10. But either way, those three stay centrally located. They're very talented. They connect very well. And now Valley in possession at the halfway line. Their center back playing another ball forward. Another good ball from their center back looking to put Dowling under pressure. Leon offers his line well, who ultimately is able to smother the attack. But that is consecutive dangerous center balls from the right center back, number eight. That's Brandon Perez, the senior defender for Valley, uh, picking out a target. But, again, this time, Diego Leone, uh, the better of it. Big yeah. punt away from Leone. Nine minutes to play, 2-1 Valley. Punt from Leone. Now we're in Valley's half. Carson Boyle gets on to the end of it, gets the deflection. Ball's bouncing. Cleared out by Valley. Ball was bouncing there. Jurgens back in with a header to a Valley defender who clears it. Uh, we've just got a, a bit of a back and forth here with some clearances, but Dowling's able to settle down and get on the ball. Can we find some feet? Cut out by Valley. One back here by Parker Stork. Good step by Parker. Yeah, but we want to see that. We want to see those center backs, those seniors taking uh, aggressiveness and stepping to the ball. Good step from Parker Stork there. Um, Valley back in possession now through the halfway line, coming across into Dowling territory, looking for a through ball, some speed on the left-hand side. Ultimately, Parker Stork able to intercept and play it back to his goalie, who has plenty of time to switch the field of attack. Danny Griesmer now playing left center back, finding uh, freshman Owen Smarange on the left-hand side of the field. Heavy touch. Owen turns it over. Now an attack. It is 2v2. Valley in on goal. Into the six-yard line. Lays it back. And a goal for Valley Tigers. It is 3-1. 8-15 to play. So Dowling looks to play possession outside the left-hand side. Griezmann to Smarange. Smarange with a turnover. And uh, against these talented Valley attackers, dangerous place to turn the ball over. Uh, credit to number 10, James Beatty, who beats Griezmann and lays it back across for Elijah Guzman, who taps it into an open goal. 3-1 to one Valley, eight minutes to play. Going to be uphill sledding for Maroon to come back into this one. And Maroons were just starting to show some life there, too, for the last few minutes. So, uh, costly turnover deep in our own half. Valley pounces on it, uh, makes a great play to to get down into the bottom corner of the box and then cuts it back across the ground for just a wide-open finish and just coolly slots it home into the left corner. Um, Dowling's really need to get an act quickly here to get back into this game, at least get a goal here in the next couple minutes. Indeed, and it's a great play by James Beattie for Valley. I mean, intercepting the ball, beating the defender, taking the goalie's attention and laying it back across unselfishly. It's really well done. You know, the Grandview coaches are excited to see what they can do with him next year. Marriage with a heavy challenge after uh, – being dispossessed earlier. Yeah, I think a little frustration there from Owen. Uh, does take a foul. You don't mind at that part of the field. Uh, this is deep in Valley's half. So Valley's got a free kick deep in their own territory coming out, but they, an infraction called against Frange. So now Valley in no hurry to take this free kick. Seven minutes, 45 seconds, uh, three to one Tigers. Again, Dallin going up 1-0 early, and uh, this second half has been all Valley. Yeah, uh, Valley's going to look here just to kind of pass the ball around, maybe kill the game out with just seven minutes left to go. Um, but they actually look to continue to attack here now, back in Dowling's final third, out on the left side, across in. Leon comes out to collect it. Not much of a threat there. Plays it wide out to Carson Boyle. Quickly closed down by Va Valley's defense. And Valley wins it back again with that pressure. Now Obia on the top of the box in space. Step over to the left foot, gets a shot off. That's a really good save from Diego Leon. 
and a really good play by Darren Obia. Actually, not ruled a save, just wide of the post from our angle. Looked like uh, Leon got a piece to it, but he had the post well covered. Obia with a bit of a step over scissor on the top of the 18, finds his left foot, looks to curl one in low on the near post, unable to do so, but a good another chance for Valley. It's 3-1 to one with seven minutes to play. This ball now back. Yeah, a bit of a miss kick from D- bit of a Leon miss kick from Leon. Now the ball, 50-50 in the middle of the field. Who can win it? Jurgens goes up for it. And Valley just quicker to the loose balls at this point. They're playing fun. They've got the possession. And you've now got a foul here. Joe Reed showing a little frustration. Darren Obia beat him to a loose ball and was upended as uh, Joe Reed and the Dowling team is uh, certainly frustrated to uh, you know lose a 1-0 lead to its rival and now see Valley uh, score three consecutive and continue to apply pressure. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know the seniors are a little frustrated, obviously, by giving up the lead. Also, being on their own home field here, um, definitely seeing some frustration out there. Arms in the air, uh, foul from Joe Reed and, and Dowling in their their uh, or Valley rather in their position of a free kick again. And the ball bounces into the box. Cleared out by cleared Valley. out by Carson Boyle in a desperation attempt. Again, these free kicks for Valley are just dropping in very dangerous areas. Um, we now have another deep throw in. Again, the captain for Valley on the right-hand side, able to put these into the mixer. A big throw-in on the right-hand side. Ball's about eight yards out, flicked on the near post. A shot on goal and a fourth goal for Valley. We've seen the recipe now, Ben. It's happened time and time again. It's a free kick. It's a throw-in. It's a corner kick. It's put into the six-yard line, a flick, and the ball bouncing, and Valley is able to be first to those loose balls in the box. So now it is a very dejected Dowling Catholic Maroon soccer team as they look at up at the scoreboard and see a 4-1 to one deficit against the rivals from Valley with five minutes and 53 seconds left to play. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's high school soccer for you, you know, sometimes at its essence where you can take advantage of those set pieces, throw in free kicks, the stuff you can work on in practice, right? Valley has the athleticism. Um, they're pouncing on the ball so quickly. And that shot there, as we have a goalie substitution now. Yeah, we've got a, a few subs, actually. Ben, not sure if you saw some of the earlier action here, but uh, Valley is uh, rewarding its seniors with a trip to the bench and an applause from the crowd as they take off uh, multiple senior starting attackers. They take off their senior goalie. So Valley now 4-1, comfortable. This is going to go their direction and looking just to get some of uh, their uh, bench players some minutes down here with five to play. And certainly, you know, Valley playing five games in five days, if they can capture an extra 10 minutes of rest, you know, you don't hate that if you're the coach of Valley. Yeah, uh, really impressive out of Valley here to not only come back, but then to put up four goals after all those games they've just played. Um, Just a lot of energy. Uh, Looks like they've got the pressure legs almost. And here they are again, threatening down the right-hand side. Ball rolls out of bounds. And the visiting Tigers fans are encouraging these Valley Tigers for more. And uh, we've got some excitement as Valley looks to make even more substitutions. Uh, they'll wait for the next stoppage. But Valley sending four more players to the half line for a substitution. So Valley in full clear the benches mode against their rivals, looking to get everybody some minutes. Uh, certainly not how Dowling wanted to see this game wrapping up. Uh, a tough 4-1 deficit, under five minutes to play. At this point, what can Dowling do to salvage something out of these last four minutes? Yeah, um, just enough time maybe to get a goal, get a little bit of momentum, but we really need to get the ball up the field now and start to threaten the goal. Here we are passing the ball around the back, um, but Dowling just needs to find something farther up the field. We've got three players now on the top line. There's a, there's a long ball from Patty Sullivan, rather Parker Storks, 
cleared out again nicely from Valley, but it's called a foul. So here's a free kick for Dowling, uh, 40 yards away from goal. Chance for us to get our team, you know, most of the players in the box here and see what we can do here as the, as the clock winds down. Indeed, and you know, this is a very similar position to where uh, Jurgens took the last free kick, dropped it in the box. Uh, Boyle was just unable to get on the end of it, but uh, let's see if he can find that same touch on this ball. Uh, arm goes up, ball goes in, a little shorter on the top of the 18, bouncing around. Uh, Joe Reed keeps it in this attacking third. Joe Reed looks to dribble a few players, uh, gets stuck by a Valley opponent, cleared out. Parker Stork keeps it back in the dialing half. Ball played down the left-hand side. J.D. looking to get on the end of it, uh, unable to do so. The ball is off of a Valley defender. J.D. looking to take a throw in, uh, clearly wanting to not see this game end up with a three-goal deficit. We have three and a half minutes to play, and we are going to allow for a mass substitution. So five subs off the bench for Valley, two for Dowling. Inside for Dowling, we've got number 18 on Hell Ramirez Reyes, a senior, and number 24, Luke Powell. So uh, credit to Coach Teeling. Uh, you know, tough to be here, but getting a couple seniors that don't get a ton of minutes into the game against a big Valley opponent. Uh, so you like to see Teeling rotating the lineup and getting some people some minutes that don't always play. Yep, and we've got a an infraction down here. Looks like another free kick. Pretend. No, uh, I guess just a rethrow. Yeah, it looks like maybe we uh, were a little eager to get that ball in play, and uh, the ref's going to ask for a rethrow, uh, which is okay for Dowling because they can now reset the attack. Ball goes into a dangerous spot. Ball bounces inside the eight-yard line. Dowling appeals for a handball. It's not given. Dowling's scrapping for this one, and immediately off the bench, some activity and a header from Gridell. The goalie for Valley is out. The ball is bouncing across the 18. An absolute scramble. Ultimately, the ball is in the Valley goalie's hands. Uh, but you can see as Valley has cleared its bench, a little less organized on that set piece. The ball is bouncing everywhere but in the goal. Yeah, it's kind of the way Valley was scoring some of their goals where we had a chance to do, to, to do just that. Uh, we approach two minutes here as this game winds down. Now, Valley... It's called for a foul. It looked like they had a chance to break again. You yeah, I think it's a generous call to Dowling there. I didn't uh, – I thought maybe a 50-50, but uh, we'll take it. So it's Dowling ball, a free kick just inside their own half. Uh, Jurgen's looking to play the ball long, put them under pressure. He does connect. The ball is out of play in front of the Valley bench. Uh, that is off of Ramirez-Reyes, I believe. And so it's a Valley throw-in. Right-hand side, again, no hurry. You've got a minute and 40 seconds left. It is to 4-1 Valley over Dowling in the second half of the game. So folks, uh, you can always catch John Leonetti in the morning, uh, weekdays at 7 a.m. Also, man up with Joe Stopulus Monday at 9 a.m. And Seeking Truth with Sharon Doran Monday at 10 a.m. Local shows and times also available on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Definitely download that Iowa Catholic Radio app podcast available on the app as well play resumes just about a minute left here tanner dowling down four to one to valley here at home at dowling catholic indeed and looking to uh maybe find a moral victory late in the game as dowling plays the ball into the valley box is cleared out again valley has uh really rotated almost their entire 11 including their goalie with not much time left dowling also playing some of its uh uh, deeper bench players, and there are 44 seconds left in counting as Dowling looks to claw one back down three goals under a minute to play here at home. Uh, this ball continues to bounce around and out for a throw-in, 30 seconds in counting. Ben, it looks like this graduating class for Dowling is going to uh, uh, 
finish without a regular season victory over Valley. You never know what might happen in the postseason, but a disappointing result here tonight for Dallin Catholic. It is. I think the early injury to Henry Abarca had a big impact on this game, without a doubt. Um, there's Joe Reed with a long-range shot, uh, about 40 yards out, goes high. Looks like this game's going to wind down here. Five, four, three, two, one. That's your ball game, folks. Four goals to Valley, one goal to Dally. What a game, Tanner. What a game. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Welcome back, folks. We're here in West Des Moines at Dowling Catholic's campus. Uh, we just wrapped up the soccer game between Dowling Catholic and West Des Moines Valley. Valley on top in this one, 4-1. to one. Um, A lot of goals in the game. A lot of goals for Valley in the second half. Actually, all four of their goals coming in the second half were covering from a 1-0 lead. Dowling started hot. Um, and then from that point, Valley really got into the game and applied a lot of pressure um, for really the remainder of the game, and it paid off. It did, Ben. This one stings. You know, you had high hopes for Dowling tonight. You always knew Valley was going to be a tough opponent. Uh, Valley coming in ranked fifth. Dowling ranked eighth. And, uh, you know, Valley was ranked second in the state overall. Uh, lost to a really good Sioux City West team over the weekend uh, who came out of nowhere to surge to fourth in the rankings. So not a bad loss. And, again, that's their third game in two days. It's the second uh, game of a doubleheader out in Sioux City over the weekend. Uh, so uh, Valley is at 8-3 and three overall, uh, but a fairly convincing win, uh, number 5 Valley over number 8 Dowling Catholic, 4-1. Uh, to one, uh, Tough, tough second half. You know, certainly uh, with Dowling, with the lead in the first half, 1-0 advantage, but Valley with plenty of chances. Uh, then the floodgates just opened in the second half. They did, uh, and it is it is a tough loss. Uh, you know, as a former player, again, these are the games. This is the game that you remember, right? So you feel for the seniors out there. Um, they gave it their all. Credit to the Dowling team just for staying in it the whole time. Incredible hustle, incredible spirit. Valley just a little too much with that pressure. 
and with the set pieces. I mean, when you give up, you know, upwards of 10 corner kicks, probably five or six throw-ins where you're just under constant pressure, that's going to wear on any team. Valley was able to capitalize on it. And you've got former Dowling head coach Matt Dreyer on the bench for Valley now getting a, getting a win against his old team, a big win at that. Uh, we also know that this will affect the seedings for the sub-state to get into state, so we'll see how that plays out. But again, you know, Valley, one of the top teams ranked all season. We always knew this was going to be a tough game, probably the toughest uh, opponent the Maroons have, have faced to this point. Um, so credit to them to get on the board early. Uh, and then we had, I think, a big storyline in this game, that injury to Henry Abarca right, in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, so uh, Abarca on the uh, losing end of a collision with uh, a big center midfielder, Seth Barker for Valley, big, strong guy. Abarca, really talented player, but uh, a smaller freshman frame. And, uh, again, a clean 50-50, uh, but a tough game. You know, both teams brought a lot of intensity. There were a lot of early fouls. Uh, this ball was bouncing around all over the pitch. It, it, it took a while to get settled. Uh, and Abarca provides a lot of that creative uh, ability for the downing attack. He's able to switch the field. He's able to put his foot on top of the ball to beat a man and play a through ball to a Joe Reed or to a Quinn Stewart. And so when you don't have your playmaker and you're trying to break down a tough defense, it's a tough recipe, and ultimately it was too much for Dowling to overcome. It was. You know, Abarca really good at linking play from midfield to the forward. Um, and we actually saw, you know, a, a few of those interactions early in the game when he was on. Um, it's, it's even tougher, you know, when you get that one goal lead early, you get that momentum. Uh, but I think a key theme in this game was Valley being so quick on those 50-50 balls. We talked about it at halftime. Um, virtually able to pick most of those up and then turn it into something. And, you know, Dowling just under constant pressure throughout this game, especially in that second half uh, where Valley was able to pick up those four goals. Um, folks, you're listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. are listening to the post-game show for Dowling Catholic Boys Soccer. Dowling falls tonight to the Valley Tigers 4-1 to after taking an early 1-0 lead. 
uh, we will be joined very shortly in the booth by uh, head coach Jackson Teeling and uh, senior captain Carson Boyle for their thoughts on the game. Uh, ben, real quickly, uh, what do you have to tell us about the, tonight's match? Yeah, I mean, it was one of those games where you knew it was going to come down to really just the heart of the, of the players on the field. Valley, heavy legs, playing a lot of games recently. Dowling in a similar spot, maybe not as many games. And that's really what it came down to. Uh, the goals that were scored, a lot of 50-50 goals going in. And now we've got, actually, we're joined by a senior Carson Boyle here um, to give us his thoughts here on the game. Carson, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, Valley's always a big matchup. And, you know, being a senior, you know, you got that extra little bit on the line there. Uh, what's going through your head right now as you process a 4-1 defeat to the Tigers? Yeah, we've, uh, as a senior, all four years I've been at Dowling. We haven't beat Valley yet, so it's a big game for us. We lost, and uh, now we want them back for sub-state. We played soft for 75 minutes, and we're going to come back a way better team. Yeah, you said you played soft for 75 minutes. Um, it looked like Valley had a lot of pressure, constant pressure on you guys. What do you think? What do you think it was specifically they were doing, or that you were having trouble handling out there? They were playing fast, playing technical. We couldn't drop back and play good defense. We couldn't make the 50-50 tackles, and we just need to win more individual battles next game too. Yeah. So Carson, you know, you're just still coming back, right? I mean, you missed a lot of the early games after your leg injury. Uh, where do you feel like you're at in terms of your physical fitness and your touch at this point of the season? Yeah, I was unfortunate breaking my ankle before the season. I've been out for a lot of games, but I feel like the best I've ever felt. I'm ready for the season. All right. So how do you build on this opportunity, right? I mean, so a tough loss, but how do you take this forward and how do you make your team and yourself better for it? Yeah, it starts with uh, the coaches, us two captains, me and Parker. We just got to make these kids tougher, make them better soccer players. And we got to be the team that works the hardest this entire rest of the season. Yeah, Carson, you getting the start tonight, center forward. Uh, team started great and uh, had that early goal on the throw-in from you. Is that something that you guys practice, those long throws into the box? Yeah, we practice sometimes. That's our boiled blood, QB1. <laughs> you love that. Uh, we also saw you tonight playing a little center midfield. Uh, you know, it's the first time at least that we've seen you so far uh, in that role. Tell me about, uh, you know, your preference in terms of falling deeper or playing at the high line. I don't really have a preference. I'll play anywhere, anywhere on the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. I like everywhere, but I want to score goals because I feel like that's what they need me for. Yeah, absolutely. It was a physical matchup tonight. Yeah, one for of the sure. most physical ones we've seen um, here on the home field. Abarca going down early and you dropping back. Um, what was it with, with Valley? Um, you mentioned they're winning those 50-50 balls. Just quick into the ball, maybe just a little more physical out there. Was that just something unexpected or – was it just something that you guys were, you know, maybe with the freshman on the field, maybe uh, a little bit caught off guard there? Yeah, we definitely knew that come in. We knew this was a big game, Dowling Valley. We knew it was going to be physical, and we, were, we weren't up for the test today, and we should have been. But we'll be back next time for sure. Next game will be as physical as it gets. Well, Carson, love seeing you compete out there. Uh, you know, great to see what you can bring back to this lineup. Thanks for coming up and giving us a few words. Uh, best of luck going forward the rest of the season. We'll be cheering you on from the booth. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Carson. All right, and we are now joined by uh, Dowling Catholic head coach Jackson Teeling. Uh, so, Coach Teeling, welcome to the booth. Thanks for giving us some time in a post game. Uh, four to one, lost the rivals. Uh, what's going through your head right now? Yeah, a tough game. I mean, the better team won, so. Hats off to Valley. They really took it to us tonight. I think, um, I mean, dream start, right, for us. Uh, early goal. Um, 
I think just after that, we were just resting on our laurels and um, got a little comfortable and we kind of played right into their hand. We, we knew, we knew the pieces they had, um, but uh, we weren't organized enough. We weren't um, tough enough um, to identify where they were in the field and they just exposed us. I think they had 14 corners, another 16 or 17 throw-ins, which were acting as corners because those guys could throw it a long way on this narrow field. And I think all four goals came off those. So we told our guys at halftime, it's like, Hey, if you keep this up, the law of averages are going to come along and they're going to score one or two. And that's what happened. Yeah. Something we noticed in the booth here, exactly that, you know, yeah. all those opportunities from those corners and those throw-ins, um, getting guys in the box and, and pouncing on those 50, 50 balls. Um, what made it so difficult to clear that ball out? Do you think? And, and Valley just sustained that pressure deep in there. It's just tough. I mean, you got to win your individual battles. So yep. there's 30 opportunities to do that. It's tough to go 30 for 30. And we went 26 for 30 uh, and they got four goals off of it. So we knew they were going to score eventually. That was, I just had a lump in my throat the entire game. Every time they had a, a throw in a corner, um, I thought we could settle in the second half, but we couldn't. Um, again, we just lost to the better team tonight. They took it. They took it to us, like Carson said, for 75 minutes, and they they well deserve victory. Indeed. So, you know, Coach Schilling, you know, uh, before the last goal, you made an adjustment. So you brought Patty Sullivan off. You moved Griezmann into a center back role, and you brought Owen in to play left back. Tell me what you saw that there that led to that adjustment in your back line. Yeah, we were down two one, so we needed to find a goal. So we 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 were. You know, talking as coaches on the sidelines, what can we do to, to kind of relieve pressure and, and get some creativity on the ball? Owen uh, Smarage is a freshman. Um, he's got a beautiful left foot. And he can find forward feet. He can swing balls in behind. Um, he, he did a good job of that at Mason City. He played the whole game at Mason City due to some injuries. So we thought, hey, let's get him in there. Maybe he can put a ball behind in behind. Maybe we can have a set piece. You never know what happens. Um, and then, you know, our de- defenders are just tired. We just needed to kind of switch them in and out and um, some of them weren't winning their individual battles, so giving some other guys some opportunities. Um, at the end of the day, Valley took care of it. So, Coach, uh, going forward here, Southeast Polk up next. What's the message to your team after a big game like this uh, with another game coming up soon with another big opponent? Yeah. I mean, I just talked to him for a minute before I came up here. I just told him, hey, let's remember this feeling, right? Let's not try and feel this again. I mean, no one wants this. I think you just got, for lack of a better word, your, your behind kicked tonight. Um, let's learn from it, and then how do we respond? That's been the message all season. How do we respond, whether that's in-game, after games, in practice, how can you respond? And tonight we didn't respond, um, but the beauty, the beauty about this season, it's a long season. we got another game in, in three days. Well, Coach Jillian, thanks for your time. Uh, tough result against Valley, uh, but, again, you got a, a chance to bounce back against the Rams and Southeast Polk up coming up next. Uh, we'll be cheering for you on in that one. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We will be back after the break to talk about our final recap and our man of the match. Uh, you're listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. 
It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Welcome back, folks. Uh, we're here post-game in the booth at Dowling Catholic. Tough result for the Dowling Maroons tonight against a, a strong Valley side, 4-1. to one. We want to talk about some of the Dowling players and, and our man of the match. Tanner, who's your man of the match tonight? Yeah, Ben, you know, it's always tough when you lose 4-1. And uh, for most of that match, you're under pressure, so you don't get to see a ton of the players fully exert themselves or, or play to their full abilities. And credit to the Valley Tigers for limiting what Dowling could do. Uh, but I want to highlight the play of a freshman center midfielder, Ian Gridell. Uh, you know, Gridell uh, got a lot of minutes tonight. You know, Henry Abarca, another freshman, had an early injury, had to go off. And, uh, you know, Gridell was in and out, so it was a little tough for him to find that rhythm. But uh, he was able at multiple times over the course of each half to uh, switch the field of attack and to uh, slow things down, play a little more possession style, relieve some of that pressure, albeit temporarily. Uh, so I want to give a shout-out to freshman Ian Gridell. He takes my Man of the Match award. Uh, ben, what do you think? Yeah, excellent. Great work out of Gurdell. Really being thrust into a, a difficult game, a difficult situation as a freshman against a very physical midfield in there. He did a great job. My man of the match might seem contrary. Goes to defender Parker Stork. I know we let four goals in, uh, but Parker was being tested all night. Uh, really cut out a lot of the opportunities that Valley had. Again, they had 16 corners, roughly, you know, another 14 throw-ins. Parker was able to help get most of those clear. Inevitably, Valley scored some goals, but his leadership was key just to keep us in the game. We closed the half out 1-0 and kept that lead for a little bit. So credit to Parker um, and leading those boys uh, in that game for, for as long as we could. Um, and that's my man in the match tonight, Parker Stork. Yeah, it's a great choice. You know, credit to Parker. Showed a lot of fight out there. So, uh, you know, in conclusion, you know, Dowling Catholic falls to nine and two on the season. Still a great record. Uh, still likely to be a ranked team come next week. Uh, we'll see how all that shakes out. Of course, a big match coming up in CIML play against Southeast Polk. Uh, Valley Tigers, the stronger of the opponents tonight, four to one. Valley beats Dowling in varsity boys soccer here at Dowling Catholic High School. So credit to Valley and the uh, Dowling Maroons for a good hard-fought battle this evening. Uh, ben, it's been a fun one. Tough result when you lose to a rival, uh, but a lot to learn for this team. And you, you could hear the passion in Carson Boyle's voice. This team is fired up and is going to build up this opportunity. You love to hear that leadership out of Carson. You hear what he said. We're going to get the boys back. We're going to get them tougher, right? We're going to make them better soccer players. We're all coming back stronger. This is a tough loss, but it's a learning experience for this team. There's a lot of season left, um, and they want to see Valley again. Um, and we'll see if they get that opportunity. The next home game that we have is against Des Moines-Roosevelt on May 7th. That's a Friday. So, so next Friday we'll be broadcasting live again. Uh, two games in between that, Southeast Polk on the 30th, which is this Friday, and then a huge matchup away to number one Waukee before uh, the next home game against Roosevelt. Um, so we'll see how Dowling responds. We know they're motivated um, after this tough loss. And Tanner, anything as we close out here this evening? Nope. Uh, just been a, an exciting match. Uh, it's good hard-fought games. Loving to see the students, all the parents out in attendance. Uh, everybody wearing masks here on the sidelines. Usually, you'd like to see this type of uh, return to action. You know, it, you know, it's just fun to get back out and play soccer again against a big rival. Obviously, COVID deprived us of this game last year. Uh, so just to get back out and uh, have the opportunity to compete against your 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 
kind of number one opponent uh, with some fans in the stands, you know, distancing and masking uh, is just fun to watch, right? Obviously you wish the result turns out differently, uh, but we'll build on this and we'll take it to the Rams coming up on Friday. Yeah. Um, you know, it was great to see, as you said, great to see everybody back out. Um, nonetheless, even with a 4-1 loss, a lot of fun, very exciting game, crowd really into it. Tanner, I had a lot of fun tonight calling the game and uh, pleasure, pleasure being with you here tonight, Tanner. Absolutely. Thanks for everybody for listening. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Boys Soccer and Iowa Catholic Radio. Have a good night. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Soccer is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, dental associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.